This is Bobby Lashley, and you're listening to SmartWrestlingFan.com. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the podcast about wrestling from your childhood, now all grown up. Is that what it is? So I don't know. I have no idea. Episode number 907. Mm. Um, I'm Joan Agron along with Hum Nama Hama. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, I'm almost sleeping after that raw. It yes. Was, if it wasn't for the entrance music to the show that I just heard. I, you'd be um, napping? I would just sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I just, um, we were having a good run in the Triple H era, I guess we'll call it. And then all of a sudden... It was like, it was like Vince snuck in and ripped up the scripts and quick wrote a bunch yes. of like he, it was like a cartoon. He just switched the script for another one. And they're like, okay, let's do this. And by the end, they're like, what the? Yeah. See, my theory is that I think he got your smart wrestling fan run sheet and he found out I was going to be co-hosting. Today. Oh, and he gave you a junk show. So, yeah. They said, let's put on a good old hum nama hum show. <laughs> wow. I'm so sorry that this is the one that you had to watch. And we watched it live. We watched it with commercials. Oh, why did we do that? We're so dumb. Oh, I feel, I feel stupid and, um, contagious. Here we are now. Oh, oh, that's going to come up later. Actually. Not that, but something like that. Something tangentially near that. Kind of. To say. But you'd be surprised how the story's going to go. But welcome, everyone, to the program. Um, we are uh, here talking about wrestling, as we do every week, for the past 907 weeks. I don't know how that's a thing. And then we talk in between those weeks, because what we do is we have this thing on Patreon and Smart Wrestling Fan Extra, and we call it Smart Wrestling Fan uh, More on there. We do another show, and um, you can listen to that. And you can listen to tons of other stuff if you just go on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan, and you can find all kinds of goodies on there. What did we do? We reviewed almost like a month's worth of New Japan in like one show. Yeah, we did. We Kinda. did uh, yeah. uh, the, the Autumn Splash show. What was that Autumn called? Spla- it's called <laughs> Autumn Splashers <laughs> and uh, Declaration of Power. Yes. It was Autumn it. Attack, but yeah. Uh, no, we didn't, even do, a, we didn't even do. We didn't even do that. Show? We did burn. We did burn when you when you pee tour. That's it. And then yeah. um, yeah. declaration of power. But I watched so many weeks of uh, Autumn Attack, and it's actually been really good. They've been doing the uh, television title tournament for the new TV title, and um, matches have been good. Yeah, there's been uh, some surprises there too. My, yeah, they, there was at least one upset so far. So yeah, one of my favorites uh, is gone, eliminated by one of my least favorites. Yeah, so know. that didn't make me too happy. Yeah, I know exactly who you're saying, but uh, that yeah. did happen. And so, then uh, the match I'm looking forward to is coming up tomorrow night, I believe, in oh, the wee hours. Ishii match? That's Ishii against the Son of Strong Style Renderita. So oh yes, that'll be good. yeah, that should be awesome. And the preview match was really good too. And uh, Ren almost like put Ishii to sleep. So Ooh. that was pretty awesome. But yeah, all that stuff. He his arms around that neck. He just did. I don't know. He just figured it out. Um, learned a lot 
from <clears throat> um, that uh, Shibata guy. But uh, Shibata guy, that's his name. Shibata guy. Um, and so we will uh, we talk about all those things and more on, like I said, become a patron today. Help support the show. SmartWrestlingFan.com, Patreon.com slash SmartWrestlingFan. Go, uh, go become a patron. Get yourself some, some goodies. And oh, next week! Oh, next week! Uh, another episode of uh, Ten Dollar Time Machine. Uh, smart uh, Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo fan is going up. Oh, so we recorded another one. So Halloween special. It is a Halloween special. We're just going to post it up then. Um, so there's all that good stuff. But um, wow, if you had to sit through Raw tonight like we did, oh yeah. my God! D- don't don't if you if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I want to hear about Raw. Yeah, this is one where you're not going to want to bother watching it. You just want to hear us talk about it. Yeah. So yes, but we have other things to Same review. That the calendar yeah. works the way that it does in yeah. that Monday is the day that the show gets recorded because right. you end up with that raw taste in your I know, mouth. But besides this week and last, it's been like weeks of really good shows, and like it's been building into good shows. Like at first they were different, but a little incrementally better, and then it was getting better and better and building on itself. And there's been stories told, and they've been going through, and then all of a sudden. It was like last week they did two bait and switch attacks, and then this week they're like, "Well, we're gonna lose to football, basketball, and hockey tonight, so <laughs> might as well not even try." And maybe even baseball is their World Series. They're, no, that's they're, not I don't know if that's tonight, so oh. I don't think it is. So yeah, lots of that, and I, I have been watching because I've been listening to you and Larry talk about it. So I have started watching. Uh, Raw and SmackDown within the last couple weeks again. Okay, so, well, we'll find out what you think about the Bray Wyatt and SmackDown stuff when we get to SmackDown, so save it for there. Okay, I'll um, do that. But we should probably start the show with like some news or something, right? Oh, yeah, news. Should we? Okay, let's do that. Ratings and things? Um, let's see, I got my run sheet right here, and it says, oh, ratings. Last week's Monday Night Raw scored another 1.8 million viewers, so that's, I mean, the premiere got that, and then the this last week got that, so that's not bad. Guess what? Tonight's not going to get that. Tonight is going to die a ratings death because <laughs> there were there was too much competition and this show was completely phoned in. Yes. I mean, if you missed this, you you might have missed one little thing at the end. So if you just watch a 30 second clip, you missed <laughs> seriously, you missed nothing then. Right. Yeah, That's exactly. not good. No. Whereas that. SmackDown had a bunch of things that were kind of canon and important, and then it had Bray stuff, and it had the, the Uso story stuff, and then like, they had important things that were going on, and then Raw was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah you know, to some people, three hours doesn't mean very much. <laughs> a lot of people, three hours is... It means man, a lot to me. That's and a I've, lot. Yeah. I've been spending years... Um, Watching three hours a week of Raw, and it's it's not worth three hours. It's not. Don't well, even the weeks that are good. I should always know better, and I should watch like late in it, like start half an hour to an hour later, so I could skip the commercials because that three hours is a it's a it's a yeah. tonight was a snooze fest. I think the last time I was on this show, you did that. You had you you like figured out the math or something. Yeah, it was like thirty seven exactly minutes in or something. Start, yeah. yeah. And then it brilliant. worked out perfectly. And you can start even later if you want to fast forward through the video packages of things you've seen already. So Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. Um okay, so oh, SmackDown got another two point two million viewers, but it was 
on the lower side because the other one almost last week almost two weeks ago almost rounded up to 2.3 million but yeah smackdown was down a little bit um dynamite okay so tuesday was dynamite versus nxt because they ran head to head and uh dynamite won of course we knew that would happen but they didn't get nearly their normal million viewers. They went down to 752,000. So they lost about 200,000 viewers, but that's what happens when you move to a different night. Now, yeah, that's still impressive for moving to a different night. It's very impressive because I'm terrified at what number SmackDown's going to get this week because it's not only is this week it, it's on FS1, but then they're taping another one. Because they have to show us SmackDown in two weeks before Crown Jewel, but they'll be flying to Saudi Arabia. So they'll, so two weeks from now, we'll be spoiled all over the internet. And yeah, yeah. this next week is going to get a really low rating on FS1. So, heesh. <laughs> it's not going to be great. So, we'll right. see what it gets. Um, but then NXT was on at the same time, exactly the same time as Dynamite. Except NXT had an overrun, and NXT only managed 676,000 viewers, so that's down for them. And that was the stacked show. That was the go-home-to-Halloween Havoc, which, by the way, if you want to know, don't watch Halloween Havoc. I watched it on Saturday. No reason for anybody to watch it. The main event was good. The main event was excellent. The rest of the show... The ladder match that started it was okay. It was more of like a train wreck than a real like a great ladder match. It was a lot of guys that are like, no, what do I do with the ladder? But, um, <laughs> the middle of the show, whoo. Yeah. I live tweeted it. So I told people already that you don't need to see this. show. Good, Just good. Don't bother. There was only one title change and that's because the title was vacant. So it had to change. Right. Yeah. So there's that. So it moved from vacant to a different person. I won't spoil it if somebody wants to go watch it. But um, yeah, NXT lost in the Tuesday Night War once again. Um, and finally, AEW Rampage somehow went up to 480,000 viewers. I thought Rampage sucked, but that's just me. And I loved Dynamite. So there's going to be a weird show because I liked, I loved Dynamite. I liked SmackDown. I hated Rampage and I was completely bored with Raw. Yeah. So... There we go. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat on all of those assessments. It just seemed like, I mean, I don't know how anyone would look at these shows, and I understand everybody has a different opinion, but um, or maybe have a different opinion, but uh, I don't know how you can watch these shows and think anything else unless I miss something. So, yeah. but hey, that's just what we think. But uh, yep. let me do the news real quick. Oh, there's not really any news. Let me tell you the big news story of the week, though. <sighs> Freaking Carl Anderson. He has screwed over New Japan. Um, yeah. New Japan, if you don't know, is doing um, their next big show on November 5th. Well, what else is November 5th? Oh, blood money. So Carl Anderson, remember, he he is the never openweight champion in New Japan. Yeah. He signed with WWE. The idea was, oh, yeah, I'll just defend the, you know, I'll fulfill a few dates and then leave New Japan permanently in in January. But I could show up in New Japan a few times. 
I have a title match on the 5th of November. Nope. As soon as he smelled that sweet, Carl Anderson smelled that sweet, sweet blood money. Yeah. He now has a six man tag match at blood money. So (laughs) basically, um, new Japan is very upset. They're very angry. Actually not upset. They're very angry and they should be right. Yeah. And they're very mad that he had said he would defend this title against Hikaleo on the fifth. And he's now backing out. And you know what he does to an angry company? He makes a joke and he says, Oh, sorry. You should have booked it through my booking agent. um, Mr. Luke Gallows. He, yeah. Wow. And Rocky did not it's think that was funny. on them instead. Yeah. Rocky didn't think that was funny at all. No. He said, F you give the title back basically. Yeah. So now I got a question about yeah. this whole thing. Wasn't Carl Anderson. One of the guys that said that Saudi Arabia was a corrupt government and a corrupt country. Okay. Because he was there, there and held hostage and then yeah, texted his the plane. Right. If, yes. And if you remember, he texted his wife and she freaked out on Twitter because he was being held hostage and there were guys with guns walking around the plane and he was scared and he told his wife because he knew he might not come home if this goes south. It didn't end up going south. He was only hostage and didn't get killed. And then they were released and lied to about the reason and all that. But um, this still happened. But if you remember, then he went back to Saudi Arabia after that and said, sorry, we need a swimming pool. (laughs) So I understand their whole gimmick is they just want money, but that's also partially real. So, (sighs) so yes, this will be at least his third time, at least his second time going back since he was held hostage. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Wow. So cool. So great. (sighs) Yeah. It's kind of shocking when you think about it. Yes, if you if you love money enough, you'll do pretty much anything. Yep, that's what I that's what I heard. Um, why don't we do pretty much anything? Um, so oh, because we have oh right, that's, we're not that type of lunatic. Um, okay, and then um, oh, that was yeah. Okay, so the rest of the story. So Rocky said, "F you, just return the title," and New Japan is now saying, "We are." We are really trying to get him to honor that committed date. What do they think is going to happen? Is Saudi Arabia no. like like been within walking distance of Japan that they could do this? Like I don't understand. No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that that's how that works. But um, you're going to fly Tanahashi out to there to be on the Blood Money show? <laughs> yes, they're going to do a talent exchange. <sighs> Yeah, I have no idea. So oh, that's yes. the big story of the week. It's though, bad all the way around. Yeah, it just makes me lose respect for him as a, you know, how can you trust him? You can't. No, you can't. But then what happens in wrestling half the time? They just hire these guys back again. Yeah. It's like, oh, whatever. We'll just forget about it. How many times did people hold Vince McMahon up? And then he would be like, oh, it's business. We'll just hire you again. Never say never. Yeah, it's all that. And it's like, oh, my God. It's all about money. So anyway, that's your news. And again, there's more news stories, but they all happen during the 
episodes and stuff. There's like there's news sad on Rampage news, and stuff. Isn't there like, like Kevin there's Nash? There's sad is... news about Kevin Nash's son died, and that's horrible. Um, I just didn't know what I don't know what to say about it. It's just awful. Yeah, it's horrible. <sighs> yeah, and he was not old. Let's just say that. Yeah, he's in his twenties. I don't know. He, that, it's really, really sad. It sucks. It sucks. So, I hate it. And then we'll talk about somebody else that died during Rampage. So yeah, it's okay. awful. So, All right. Well, no. Well, now that's a bummer. Bummer beginning that's, here. It sure is. <laughs> it is. All right, but let's do uh, let's do some wrestling. Let's start with Dynamite. We'll talk about wrestling this it. week. Let's go to Dynamite AEW. This was on Tuesday. It was a weird night. Yeah. This is at the Heritage Bank Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, you actually gave the real place, unlike Larry, where he just makes up a name and says yeah, something about Lewis. I could have done that Lewis. I didn't want to get <laughs> you know in trouble for gimmick infringement and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say I don't understand it. I don't think a lot of people do. I think one of these arenas has Lewis in it and he just forgot. Yeah. To and then, well, okay. So if you don't know this, I'm going to pull back the curtain and make Larry mad, but he just, he doesn't, he refuses to use Google docs and he refuses to use Apple notes and he refuses to use any kind of cloud service. So all he does <laughs> is open an email, like something your grandpa would do. He opens an email and then are you listening, Larry? I'm sorry. I said, I didn't say you were grandpa. I said something your grandpa would do. Oh, oh, you are a grandpa. Okay. Well, whatever. My point is not that. My point is he opens an email and then he starts typing, but he doesn't open a new one. He just deletes like the old one to a point. And then sometimes he gets like pieces of the old notes in with the new notes. Oh, okay. Last week he had like a whole segment that was missing. (laughs) I don't even know how that happened. I had to like scratch it together from notes, two notes in memory. So that's what happens. Okay. So does he send the email then or does it just stay in? No. So it can't, I don't even think it like lives anywhere else other than that computer. Like if he, if his computer breaks, it wasn't, it's not like on his phone. I don't think. That's not good. Is that better or worse than the notepad notes that I used to get from you and the crate baskets? Way better because I'm sorry, way worse because the notepad is if you can read your own handwriting, it's it's physical, it's not going anywhere. Right. You know? Okay. Unless you like somehow new lose the notebook, which never happened ever. So that shouldn't. Okay. So anyway. So anyway, that go. if that was interesting to anyone, there's that's the Heritage reality of this. Bank center. And no Larry has never actually explained it all, but I'm telling you that's what's happening. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was <laughs> just something that never got deleted. Yes. I added to every arena from then on. I know. It's fine. I enjoy it. That's it. I like the continuity. Now we ruined the gimmick, so he's got to come up with a new one. We'll never do so. it again now. Yeah. Um, that's like the old, uh, what was it, the What's Up Crumbs thing that he used to do. Then that died a, a death that, like the ratings uh, on Raw, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> we, Excalibur and Taz. I was going to say, speaking of death, but that's not this show. No. That's, Mm-mm. Uh, we got Excalibur, Taz, Tony Schiavone on commentary. Um, uh, we do have a near death on this show, I think. Um, tonight's show is, is full of title matches. It is. It has it's Title Tuesday. Be, yeah, Title Tuesday. And real quick, then yeah. conveniently NXT this week, like tomorrow, 
Oh, yeah. Tag Title Tuesday, they're calling it. I saw that. They're calling it Tag Title Tuesday. How original? <laughs> okay. That's all. Uh, yeah, Smart Mark Sterling didn't uh, trademark that quick enough, Should I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one has the potential to be an all-time great, and I sure hope nothing goes wrong. Oh, God. Uh, we start off with an AEW World Trios Championship match. Uh, this is going to be Orange Cassidy, Trent, and Chuck Taylor challenging Death Triangle. So Penta, uh, uh, Penta, uh, he's not a Skiro anymore. He's Penta. No, he's L- back to Penta Zero M or whatever. He Zero is. M, exactly. <laughs> what a dumb uh, name. Phoenix and Pack. Yeah. Now. If you remember, Orange Cassidy just won the All-Atlantic Championship last Wednesday on he Dynamite. He did. He for that. Uh, so Pac's got some anger issues, well, more than usual. Um, and Death Triangle, Death Triangle comes out to the ring with uh, Alex Abrahantes. Uh, Excalibur tells us that Phoenix and Penta were both involved in the Triple you know, Triple Mania event over the weekend. Yes, they were. I didn't watch it this year. I had... Um. Didn't... Well, first of all, they didn't even televise the like the main show. Didn't even have the Marvel match on it. Oh. Um, you know, I I don't know. I think we've seen better than what was on. It was. I think maybe it was just one of those things where it was so goofy and so different. It was fun to do once. Sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe it wouldn't be good to go back for seconds. <laughs> no. Um. During the picture-in-picture, we saw a six-man superplex in one of the corners. It looked pretty dangerous, but nobody got hurt in that match. That's a good thing. I don't want anybody to get hurt tonight. Don't get hurt. For the first time, oh, here it is. Tony Schiavone mentions that the trio's titles were vacated by the Elite. Whoa. So at least they have said it once ever. Yes. Because boy, oh boy, they don't like talking about it. That's for sure. Now, I heard a rumor that AEW is trying to buy out Punk's contract. Is that just a yeah, rumor? I was going to I was going to put it in the news, but I I can't I can't confirm it with anyone officially, but it's all over the place that that's what's happening. Yeah. But did they fire Ace? What's Ace? Yeah, Ace Steel's officially fired as of okay. uh last week, last Tuesday. So yeah, he's definitely gone, but okay. uh I'm not sure about this this buyout Punk stuff. I, I assume I mean I assume it's real. You you have this problem, you want to buy out punk's contract but then you also don't want him just walking onto wwe tv and you might say well triple h would never hire him but in this ratings war that's not a ratings war yes he would because if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out and he lets him go whatever but to just to get him in there to pop a rating is something so yeah that's that's basically it so so because the, the rumor is, yes, because they can't come to terms on, well, we can pay you to stay home, punk, but you, you're not allowed to work somewhere else. It's 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 a complicated situation. So, And there's still investigations going on and all that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So you were talking about the Triple A, uh, uh, the Triple Mania show. And yeah. I think it was, was it Conan who said, Conan, yeah. he said, yeah, um, we wanted to do a video with Kenny Omega challenging for the world title for the mega title. And he was just going to come up on a screen and on a video and say, I want next and whatever. And that was going to be a thing. And all Kenny could say was, I'm not legally allowed to be on any wrestling thing right now. And that's, I can't really talk about it. That's it. So not good. It's crazy. It's crazy that there's been so much silence about it. 
Well, then you know that means there's lawyers waiting in the wings. So yeah, yeah, that sucks. Yep. CM Punk, cancer maker Punk. That's what I put down. It's here. not good. Well, let's go back to this match. Yeah. Pac goes to the timekeeper's table. Oh, no. And he grabs the gong bell. Wait, no, this isn't New Japan. I can't say that. <laughs> it's the bell hammer. It is. It is. <laughs> and neat. he's going to uh, smack somebody in the head. Well, he loves it. that thing. But he keeps using it all the time. He's doing that to cheat. But look at this. Phoenix stops him. Oh, there's problems here. It's, yeah. Ray Phoenix is he's kind of the. the well, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Penta's been kind of the rule breaker forever, but Phoenix, he just, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. So he grabs the hammer and takes it away from Pac. This leads to some trouble uh, between the two teammates. Um, and best friends hit a strong zero on Penta and one, two, no. They had the crowd believing on that one. I, yeah, me too. Um, Phoenix breaks up that pen attempt. Phoenix scoops up Trent on his shoulder and then just drops Trent on his head. Oh. I don't know what that move is called. It's Fire Thunder it's Driver. Great. It's like the the one Fire that Rosie uses. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all it took. One, two, three. Champs retain. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a weird ending. Um, and then Pack and Phoenix, they just make up and hug after the match. So Yeah. That's they, pretty much that. Teasing some trouble down the road, maybe. Of course. Yeah. If if Pack's gonna keep going to the, the bell hammer. <laughs> Death parallel line is not as interesting. So but, but, you know, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, that's good. I like it. Okay. Now we get a video package that promotes Mox versus Hangman Adam Page. That's the main we event. see a replay of Hangman punching himself in the head. And I say, wow, I hope he doesn't get a concussion from doing that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, boy. Now Tony Schiavone is backstage with Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and uh, Reba, not Rebel. Yes. And uh, all of them, except for Reba, want to be champions. And Tony, he doesn't want to be champion. But the other two definitely want to be champions. Well, and t- that's Hater wants to be two things. She wants to be the new interim woman <laughs> champion. Woman. And Baker just wants to be the women's champ. So there's a big difference between those two things. And Baker even points that out. One is the real title and it's named correctly. And the other one <laughs> is whatever Hater said. So. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yep. Some, need to do some work there in these pre-recorded segments. I think so. Um, next up, here it is, the AEW Women's Interim yes. Championship That's match. Right. It's Hikaru Shida versus Tony Storm. But they're like best friends, and they're wrestling each other. This is weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, t- I'm tired of the interim stuff. Just Oh, I hate it so much. It. Especially because I didn't put it in the news, but I think um, Thunder Rosa said, I'm trying to be back by January. And it's like, oh my God, why are you still any kind of champion if you're going to be injured for so long? Yeah. There's got to be a time limit on this. They did. They set that precedent with Punk. And then if they hadn't done that with her, there would have been a pe- people screaming. It's so know. bad. They need to just kill it off. Get if you're going to be gone it. for maybe two weeks, yeah, whatever, maybe interim, maybe. But if you're... If it's going to be months, no way. This is right. awful. Yeah. Vacate, and then you get the first challenge. When sure. Why not? That sounds way better. Well, the story here, like you said, is Sheeta and Storm are longtime friends, and this is their first match in forever. Um, a sign in the crowd says, we want women's tag belts. Mm, I don't want any more titles right now in, in AW, please. Not right now. No. 
I say give us a better women's division first and then. Yes. And then I'm fine with it. But oh, my God. More titles, please. Everybody gets the championship. Oh, this match is, is decent. It's a little botchy. It's not too bad, though. It's okay. uh, Storm hits no, the Storm Zero and one of Sheeta's wrist scarves gets snagged into Storm's yes. boot buckle. That was mm-hmm. weird. It was weird. So the pin is a little wobbly, but Storm retains her interim title. And we all knew that. And it's I, I don't know why TK's booking all these weird matches. Like, all of a sudden you get a title match that you have no chance of winning. All of a sudden you get a title match you have no chance of winning. I don't... You know what they're booking for this week, for Wednesday? Moxley against Penta for the world title. Yeah, that doesn't... Like, what... Okay, sounds great, but you have a match at full gear already That's, that you booked. Why what, what? Why does this exist? Why wouldn't this be like for Eliminator or whatever it's called, and then you get a title shot if you win? This is just not believable in any way. Or that's what you do with a TNT title. I mean, that's your television title. And that's so perfect, that. but they don't. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. And it's like, it reminds me so much of WCW where they're just doing things to try to get a better rating and they really hope but it's like this isn't the way you're not going to make people turn on the tv because no one believes no so but remember that like wcw used to make every match a title match like it was like rare that there was a non-title match i was like this is not i'm I'm not buying any of this yeah yeah well after this interim women's match uh jamie hater and reba attack storm yeah comes out but then, oh, Soraya comes out oh, and she boy. attacks Baker. Oh, geez, Soraya. Oh, mm. what a game changer this Soraya is. Elevating that women's division. Oh, my God. Then, oh, look at this. Surprise. It's Riho. She's okay. Back. I missed Riho, so that's good. I did, too. She comes out. She clears out uh, Rebel and Cater from good. the ring. So Rio's back, and that tells me we're one step closer to having a good women's division. Yes, or we have, I am your friend. Can I have a title shot? Oh, my God. Yeah. Next week on Rampage. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, what's next? Oh, no, not this. A recap of last week's Maria oh, and Mike the Maria part. Oh, my God. The kingdom. Is that what they are? The kingdom? They're the kingdom. They used to be the, they were the kingdom, and then they were the OG kingdom, and now they're the kingdom again. What were they when he was wearing pineapples everywhere? What was the, that? The Pineapple Pete edition. I don't know. Yes. I don't remember. Well, there's, there's a recap of that with Wardrow and Samoa Joe. So there you go. You mean War Joe? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Oh, my God. Joe Lowe. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be this negative on AEW, but just some I, – I really – I like I like Dynamite a lot. But there's certain little things like this, like reminding me that Soraya exists and reminding me that – Rampage doesn't mean anything and like things like that. Just, just, yeah. wow. There's things we need to fix. And now, and I, you know what? I forgot and I should have put this in the news, but What's that? we're, we're going to get to it when they talk about the ring of honor pay-per-view, but uh, <laughs> TK swears that he has some kind of great plan for TV starting in January. So let's see if that's real. I'm hoping that plan isn't YouTube or fight TV because that's not yeah. great. Like a Ring of Honor plan for TV? Yes, for Ring of Honor. I'm sorry, yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I suppose all I heard that all the the network muckety-mucks were impressed with AEW and wanted to give them a third 
show of some kind. Right, but that was going to be more of a reality show. So, hey, yeah. if they want to give him a show for Ring of Honor, you got to get somebody else to book it. He cannot book all three shows. This is he is wearing himself thin. He gets yeah. he he squeaks by on Dynamite and books a show I really like. And then I know when Friday gets here. That used to be the show I look forward to the most because it was just like 45 minutes without commercials, super easy to watch. But now it's like an hour long and it doesn't feel like it mattered at all. So you got to no, do didn't. way better if you have Ring of Honor, a Ring of Honor show. Do we know how busy Tony is with, say, the the Jaguar, Jacksonville Jaguars or the Fulham Football Club? He's, he's he busy. Anything? Yeah, he's still busy. He's incredibly, yeah. he is, I don't know how he does what he does. Some people say illegal drugs. That's not fair because we don't know that that's true. And I never said that, but I'm saying people online, of course, they joke about it, that that's sure. the only way he could possibly do all this. Um, but not uh, for the amount of time he's been doing it, though. I don't think that right. he'd be sustainable for this. Long. I know. And also, if you're let me give TK the biggest tip I could possibly give him. If you're going to do a Ring of Honor show, it better be called AEW Ring of Honor. Like WWE NXT, because if you just call it Ring of Honor, I don't know who's going to be watching that. Well, yeah, the the hundred people in the crowd that that's were at the show, maybe exactly but. right, and that's really sad. Yeah, I think last last week's Impact got ninety seven thousand viewers. I'm not kidding. That's how bad they're doing. Yeah, ninety seven thousand. That's not good. <laughs> Remember when they were getting a million with Dixie Carter? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I do. So please oh. don't fall into that trap, TK. Mm-hmm. A If you're going to do it, AEW Ring of Honor. It's really simple. And then in, I would like them to go back to being separated. I don't need all this Ring of Honor in my AEW anymore. Yes, but because then when you do cross over, it's exciting and different. Yeah. Instead of, oh... These are all the same guys every week, and I don't know which company they're in and whatever. It's it's all the same. You can call right. it different things, but it's still the same. There's no other show that they're coming from. So yeah. anyway, that's my rant on that. Yes, that's a good rant because I want to focus on AEW, guys. I don't I haven't seen you know Miro in forever. <clears throat> yep. Um, I don't see Samoa Joe all that often. Um, oh, he does run-ins like crazy. That's about it. Yeah. But I sure do see a lot of... Mark Sterling. Oh, my God. We'll talk about that. Okay, let's go back to this. Yeah. Backstage interview with Renee. There she is. And FTR. Yeah. Uh, We learned that FTR are the number one contenders for the AEW tag titles. They've been for like eight months. A hundred years, I think. Wrestle that much, but okay. Mm. Um, They already have the ROH, IWGP, and AAA titles. And then out comes Swerve in our glory. Swerve, kill shot tries his uh, who's house line, but his delivery has become so awful with this line. It's awful, but also it's, it's, I'm glad it is because he's a heel now. So it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But he's a heel tagging with a face. So it's super weird. And he's also eating an apple while he's talking. Well, he, well, Keith Lee's eating an apple and Swerve steals it to take a bite out of it. Yeah. Uh They set up a match for next week for the number one contendership for AEW So think about what you just said. Think about what you just said. FTR has been number one contender for months and months and months. Yeah. And now they have to wrestle for the number one contendership. Does that make any sense at all? 
it does not. And they agree to it and they try to play it off as, you know, we're just the top guys. We'll wrestle anybody kind of thing. I but get it, but no. Story-wise, it's dumb. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Why would you do that? Yeah. You have nothing to gain. I don't like it. Um, so we get a commercial, and after that, Alex Marvez is interviewing Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Darby Allen. Wow, okay. That's weird. Jay Lethal says that Darby's win against him last time was a fluke, and Lethal wants a rematch. Uh, Darby says that Darby's going to get wins in every rematch. Okay. Sanjay says, guess what, Darby? We've learned about your weakness. Um, and, and Marvez leaves, and then they just fight. Yeah. Uh, Jay Lethal throws Darby into one of those roll-up bay doors. Then they lower the door onto Darby's chest. This, I've, this I've never seen before. This is different. <laughs> so Darby's half in and half out the building. The, the door is on his chest. Lethal goes outside the building and then puts the figure four onto Darby because Darby's pinned under the yeah. door. So that was fun. I like you that. ever see that? Nope, never seen that. Before. I can't remember one once. So. All right, let's go back to the ring. Oh, Tony Schiavone's in the ring now. Best He's gonna segment of the... This made this show for me. Yeah, me too. There's some really good stuff coming up after this, but this was, this was another level of amazing. Now, last week, I had made a game out of this with Larry, and I said... Okay, we're going to take the MJF and Regal secret storyline, and we're going to take the Miz and Dexter Loomis secret storyline, and once they both play out, we're going to say which one we liked better. And I said, and it doesn't matter that one might be realistic and one might be a cartoon, which, boy, did I call that. Um, yeah. But we're just, it's not about real or whatever. It's about better. And boy, yes. oh boy, it is going to be almost impossible for Miz and, William, Miz and Dexter Loomis to win this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Shivani's interviewing Lord William Stephen Regal. Yes. And before Regal can even say a word, uh, MJF music plays. So we get the. Yeah. And that pop, every time the crowd hears that music now, it's insanity. Yeah. They pop. They, they cheer for him big time. They know they're going to get something different and special. Mm-hmm. So MJF comes out and he joins Regal at ringside. Uh, Tony takes a powder. Uh, Regal puts on some brass knuckles. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> He's always got them, you know, right? It's not really fair. Place. Anyway. You never know when you need them. Yeah. Um, MJF says, hey, no, no, I don't, I'm not here to fight. I'm just here to talk. In fact, MJF says, I want to tell you a story. Oh. So Regal says, all right, come in, tell me the story. MJF says, it's a pretty long story. I'm just going to sum it up. But yeah, just sum it up. up. You don't need to say every detail of this. He was 19 and he was training. He got a job opportunity at WWE. Regal kind of encouraged him. Um, but then after a little bit, after, you know, a couple of, of emails, Regal basically told MJF, um, you know, you're not getting the job. You need to go away and become yeah, he a was like, you He was like, here. you're awesome, but you're only 19, so get out of here. Yeah. Come back later. I, I, I'd love to put my name on you and support you, but you're only 19. Go somewhere else and get famous, and then you'll have yeah. your way in. And mm-hmm. so this really depressed MJF. He wanted to kill himself. He wanted to yep. um, um, give up, you know, all that kind of thing. Um, but now it's 2022 and and MJF says, Regal, you're just an old man who got fired and you snuck into my company now. Yeah, that which tells you know. Regal, you know, you're a joke. Uh, I'm better than you and you know it. And Regal gets a microphone and he says, you know, I wasn't casting you aside. I was lighting a fire under you. Oh, is that it? Okay. 
Yeah, he says, when I was 16, I was getting beat up every night and bleeding out of every hole in my body. If that should have said it that way. But anyway, he goes, that's how I made it in the business. So if all it took for you is to get a simple email rejection to to get a liar, a fire lit under you, then great. But you've had it easy, sunshine. Ooh. And MJF's face is just like, I just did the best promo in my life. And now you're just just belittling everything I just said. You're undermining everything I just said. It's amazing. The dynamic here is great. He's done that to MJF before. And, so and that the, was right. And the other thing is the whole time MJF's cutting this promo of his life and just bleeding his heart out and saying all these real things that happened in his career, Regal's smiling the whole time. That's, Not because he thinks that this is funny, but because he can't believe how good MJF is at this, what he's doing right now. And that's what he wanted from him. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Um, it's neat how the crowd kind of starts to hate Regal. Oh, it, because the story MJF is telling is so real. And yeah. I mean, Regal is a villain, but he's the villain of the story in a way because he let that talent go. Right, right. So Regal explains that he is an ordinary, decent villain. Oh, oh, that means you don't beat up commentators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But MJF will, you know push or shove Tony Schiavone or whatever. Um, uh, so MJF or Regal says that, you know, MJF, you let me down because you're taking shortcuts, but if you want to be the devil, show the world right now. And so Regal turns his back on MJF. He wants to just get knocked out. Yeah. MJF puts on the ring, the, the diamond, whatever ring that he wins every year and, uh, gets ready to punch Regal, but he doesn't do it. Oh, he can't do it. Yeah, Regal turns around and says, you still have a lot to prove. <laughs> yep. Basically, he undermined every word MJF said and basically said, look, you talk a lot. You've won no titles and done nothing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And not only do you talk and talk a lot, look, I can still out-talk you. Yep. It was um, it was so- amazing. This was This is to be seen because this is one of the best wrestling promos of back and forth I've heard in years in wrestling, so... This is, yeah, everybody needs to see this. It's quite nice. Definitely. It was good. So I'm looking forward to more of this between those two guys. Yep. All right. So next up, we get a video package for the ROH championship. Um, Dalton Castle will be challenging Chris Jericho. Wow. All right. Now we get another interview backstage with Renee. I'm glad she's getting the work in. Um, She's going to interview the acclaimed backstage. Billy Gunn is wearing his scissor me shirt, but he has black tape covering yep. the word. Can't say me. it. Can't say it. It's trademarked now. Um, so they're going to defend their titles against the varsity athletes on Friday. Well, if you claimed win, then they get their trademark back from wow. Smart Sterling. That was quick. So, yeah. It's going to be a, the quickest storyline. Oh, my God. That's really short. Yeah. Yikes. So now we get another interview with Renee. Wow. She's busy. Yep. This time, she's interviewing uh, Brian Danielson and Wheeler Yuta. This was weird. This was weird and also good. Oh, by the end, it's very interesting. Yeah. So Brian says, you know what? It sucked to lose the ROH title match against Chris Jericho last week. And then Brian just goes off on how much hope he has and how many high hopes he has for, for Daniel Garcia. He loves He's that just... Daniel Garcia that turned on him and isn't in the combat club yes. while Wheeler Yuta sits right next to him like, why are you talking about that idiot? That's Daniel, this is uh, amazing. Daniel has given all this praise to Wheeler <laughs> or to, to Daniel Garcia. Oh, it's and great. It's like, well, what am I? You know, I've been 
I've been here all along. I'm the one who's been bleeding for the, the, the BCC. I'm the one who's been doing all these matches. I'm the one who had the pure championship yep. and all that stuff. Pretty great. And uh, so Wheeler says, you know what? Um, Garcia was just using you all along, uh, <laughs> Brian. And everybody else agrees that you've been played for a fool. Mox agrees. Claudio agrees. Wow. I agree. And you're a fool, and Wheeler just storms off, leaving Brian Excellent. kind of sitting there shocked. Yep. Very good. So, that was good, Wheeler. Good job, Wheeler. Wheeler. Yep. Get some personality in there. Got to do it. Okay, we're going to have our second match, our third match of the night, third match. This is another championship match. It's for the ROH World Championship. It's Dalton Castle versus Chris Jericho. And I love Dalton Castle's entrance. He uses oh, it's so the elaborate. Entrance I mean- cage. <laughs> Yes, I'm it's the cage and all the. How many boys did he have this week? Like ten, seven? Yeah. A oh lot my of boys god! You know his two normal boys in full feathers, and then the other boys that were also there. So this was great. Um, you know, if you don't know Dalton Castle, imagine Jack Black and yep. um, I don't know who else. Jack He's Black kind of, and Elton John mixed into a wrestler is what, there what you it go. is. Yeah, that's good. That's a good way to put it. Or Jack Black, uh, if you're old enough, Jack Black and Liberace mixed into a wrestler. It's amazing. It's something yeah, really, it's really different. His voice is like different also. Very yes. high-pitched, uh, very, I don't know how to pronounce it. But a lot like he's he's doing a Jack Black impression, even though he's not. But that's kind of part of it. Yeah. Jericho brings Jake Hager to the ring with him, and Jake is still wearing the Daniel Garcia rejected bucket hat. So I like that. But he loves that hat. Um, he does love that hat. We'll find out later how much he Ooh, loves that hat. Oh, yeah. Um, on commentary, we've got Ian Riccoboni. 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 Riccoboni the dog. He's on the commentary team. So uh, Jericho is going to offer the code of honor handshake. But everybody <laughs> knows this is a lie. So Dalton Castle reaches into the front of his own tights and pulls he digs out around, a big middle. He digs around a lot, though, until he finds it. <laughs> he does. Uh, and... If you have a chance, just freeze frame it on Jericho's facial expression. Oh, I know. Right when he sees them. It's kind of amazing. Oh, it's just the best. <laughs> Jericho's really good at the things he does. In the ring. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, so, yeah, he's just staring at the finger. Um, now, Castle has um, four boys encouraging him at ringside. Uh, two of them are wearing full face masks. So I'm looking, I'm thinking suspiciously. I'm looking at these guys like, all right, who's. I couldn't figure out anybody, so. I thought it was some, you know, Jericho plants that were going to turn on him. Oh, I, I never want, ever once thought that. Okay. Yeah. I, I, Cause they had the masks on. So I thought, Hmm, That's who are good, these though. guys? I'm trying to figure yeah. out from their, their body and all that. Like, who could they be? Yeah. Dalton Castle throws some boys onto Jake Hager at ringside. And then they gang up on Hager and one of them steals his bucket hat. Mm. Well, this just sends Hager into a barbarian rage. Oh my God. And he just beats up all the boys to get his hat back. That's the only reason he did but it. But while, while they're beating up Jack, yeah. the hat falls off. And in the middle of the fight, he puts it back on. Yeah. It's just so funny. It reminded me of the Bobby Lashley headband of power, you know? It's kind of like that. But it, it reminded me of that sp- match with Yano against Jeff Cobb when Yano tucked Cobb's hands into his own singlet and then Cobb's <laughs> r- wrestling around trying to like act like he's trapped. His arm accidentally comes out and then he has to shove his own arm back in. That's what this was like. This is very funny. Yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah. But after he gets the hat back, what does he do? 
Oh, uh, did I, he just, I thought he just beat him up, didn't he? He beat him up, but after he gets the hat back, he puts it on his head, looks into the camera, and goes, I like this hat! Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that I like this hat was really funny. Good job. I like I like where this is going. With him. That's good. Something simple like that could yep. really just... Very stupid and funny. Make you a fan of Hager. Yeah. Yep. All right, so um, there's a Boston Crab on Dalton. He breaks out of that. Uh, and Jerry, uh, Jericho gets angry at Aubrey. Did you just That's call fun. the walls of Jericho Boston Crab? <laughs> yeah. Poor walls of Jericho. Yeah, it didn't look very wallsy. It looked more Boston <laughs> to me. Because I thought the wall of Jericho was like, or maybe that's the lion that's hammer. That's the lion's kind of hammer. Regular okay, Boston yes, crab right. is the walls of Jericho. It's the walls of Jericho. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's a um, young lion. So yeah, he Jericho uh, gets angry at Aubrey and chest bumps her. And <laughs> chest bumps him right back. That's it's awesome. Just, yeah. These two have a pretty good chemistry. The old Earl Hepner, but with Aubrey, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, the crowd cheers for for Aubrey at this. Uh, we get a banger ring by Dalton, um, but Jericho kicks out it too. And poor Rick Abani's trying to explain that that's his finisher. He's that yeah. Dalton's going to win the title, and no one knows that. So it's just so sad. Now that's part of the problem with this ROH. Yes, how are you supposed to know all these things? We don't know Dalton Castle's moves. Yep. I'm interested in him. If you're but not we've an AEW never fan, you see this it. guy. You're like, yep. wow. I want to see more of this yep. guy. He's a wrestler. He's got a great look. He's got charisma up the yin yang. Right. He's, he's fantastic. Can we have more of him and learn about him? No, we can't. We just throw no. him straight into this. And um, when they brought Bandito in, TK was like, yeah, I'm not going to make that mistake again. I'm going to have a video package about him. But that still doesn't explain his finishers and make us understand when the match is going to be over. So you're not going to get that reaction. So, yeah. Mm. And, I, and, you know, we got to build these. And I'm just afraid, okay, well, I guess maybe we'll never see Dalton again. That makes me a little well, sad. Well, he's, he's, we definitely will because he has the six-man six um, Ring of Honor uh, championship with the, the boys. Well, that's, even, but that's the thing. I know it's that. It's the Ring of Honor championship. I know, I but I'm saying. Him. I want the thing on the screen that says Dalton Castle is all elite. That's what I want to see. That would be nice, so I, but. If there's going to be a Ring of Honor show, Dalton Castle has to be a part of it. Just like the stupid kingdom has to be a part of it. I just want him to be on the main show. I don't want him on the under show anymore. I want him here. I know. That's me. So how does this match end? Well, Jericho hits the Judas effect on Dalton Castle. One, two, three. Jericho. It was a great finish. It was out of nowhere. Awesome looking. Really good. But the match was match was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's good. After the match, Jericho goes up on the ramp and joins the rest of the Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah. And he says he keep he intends to keep decimating all of ROH, including their champions, their ring announcers, oh, no. and now commentary. No. <laughs> the Jericho Appreciation Society run to the commentary table. They grab Ian Riccoboni, and Jericho is getting ready to just wallop him with the title belt. But out comes Jerry Lynn. Oh my God. Former ROH champion, I think, Jerry Lynn. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And uh, he takes the title belt away from Jericho. So the JAS, they beat up Jerry Lynn instead. So, And Jericho just tombstone pile drives Jerry Lynn onto the title belt. Does that mean Jerry Lynn comes out of whatever retirement he's in to wrestle Jericho? It seems like it. Maybe he'll wear a mask and be Mr. JL again. What is the, what's the age of Milan Jerry Lynn? 
Oh, boy, that's a good question. Uh, he would have to be in his late 40s, early 50s now. I'm going to say Jerry Lynn's 53. Jerry Lynn is 59 years old. Wow, I would not think that old. Wow. Neither. Ooh. <laughs> Still want him to come out of retirement? <laughs> no, I, I don't want it. I'm just saying it that no. they, that might be yeah. their their idea but i i don't i mean i don't think so yeah but i would not bother with that match yeah okay so now we clear all that out of here we get a video recap of christian cage and luchasaurus beating up jungle boy christian says luchasaurus was always the brains of jurassic express which is true he's wow. got a master's degree doesn't he luchasaurus so yeah there you go true. he was right about that uh backstage here's renee again i'm glad she's getting all this time earning yeah. this money yeah um here come oh two baddies oh sorry renee you have to do this but there they are baddies everybody the best that we have ever in this point in time oh. baddies oh no jade comes out and she's angry because the baddies haven't recovered her tbs title belt no yet they were well they're looking for it when when Nyla Rose wasn't even in the building, so I don't even understand where they're looking and what, who they're looking for because she's not there. So. so Jade says, you know what I'm going to do on Friday? I'm going to just hijack the whole show until I get my, my belt back. Wow. All right. That should be fun watching. Let's see if that happens. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. All right, time for the main event. So far we've had three title matches and all three champs retained, so <clears throat> this should be uh, something to, to so- behold. It's, but that means that this, there's only this is is this the first ever only four matches on Dynamite show ever? Yes. Two hour show four matches. That's so weird. Yeah. What is this raw? I mean, the MJF thing was worth a match because it was so good. But yeah, that was good. This four matches. I don't remember the last time, if ever, I've seen four. Huh. Well, this is going to be a real long match. I'm sure they probably. Well, got this look big. at all the time they give it. A lot. Yeah. So mm-hmm. sure. Now, the first thing I thought was we're starting early because uh, MJF's going to be leave as champion tonight. That's what I thought. That was instantly what I thought. Yeah. Because there was way too much time left. Right. Right. Let's see. Well, let's see. This is for the AEW World Championship. It's Hangman Adam Page challenging John Moxley. Okay. All right. So Moxley comes out to his regular entrance and Hangman's just like, no, I'm not waiting for this. And no. he goes after in the crowd so that's great just fight all over the place cincinnati this is moxley's hometown right so they're booing Uh, hangman sometimes yeah yeah uh they fight they fight on the floor hangman climbs up onto that locker room tunnel entrance and he moonsaults onto moxley down below yikes and moxley blades immediately oh yeah i was like oh yeah i'm busted open for some reason yes yeah this is by the way i was counting this is blade number one for moxley uh, they make it to ringside. Moxley sits in a chair and then oh blades God. visibly oh falls in the chair. Oh my Camera's God. right on him and he just gigs away. <sighs> That's great. Late number two. And, and the funniest thing Taz says here, he goes, whoa, I have a feeling Moxley will be bleeding a little bit more. <laughs> oh my God. That's wow. He uh, saw, he I don't saw. know if this happened during picture in picture or live, but that's what happened. Though, I don't funny. remember that line. So it might've been, but I, wow, that's funny. Yeah. It was probably picture in picture. Finally, the bell rings. They go back to the floor. Oh, boy. And here we go. Number three, Blading. Oh, my God. Okay. This was during a close-up view of the camera. Oh, come on. 
you can see him deposit his razor blade into the little handhold holes on the steel ring steps. Wow. You know how that is handholds thing that you grab? Yep. Uh, so number three, these camera operators, the camera, the camera, the camera operators, uh, I don't know. Maybe don't zoom in on Moxie's head while yeah. he's blading. Maybe that's all you need to do is yeah. just not zoom in on it. I mean, I'm not a pro or anything, but I would think maybe I won't show that. Yes. Back in the ring, they trade some strikes. They fight for a bit. Uh, and the camera shows MJF's skybox, but it's empty. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I thought, okay, it, I'm right. Yeah. here He's going to, whoever loses or whoever wins, he's going to come Thought's down so. and just do it right there. Thought so. We get a dead eye to Moxley on the apron. Uh, and then we go to picture in picture and... Uh, Moxley's forehead has clotted up, so he blades a fourth time. <laughs> this. What a joke. Uh, yeah. <sighs> but this time the camera operator turns away, so we don't see him do it. Okay. Uh, now, we get a top rope fall away slam by Hangman to Moxley, and that gets a two count. It was really nice looking. Oh, my God. And then Moxley hits Hangman with one of those King Kong lariats. King um, Kong! Lariato. Yeah, but... Uh, uh-oh. <sighs> he doesn't get up. Hangman's dead or something. He What's does happening? Does backward flip and lands on his stomach. The doctor comes into the ring immediately. But first Hangman's thing. responding. Yeah, but first thing I so, think is, oh, it's perfect. There's like 10 minutes left. MJF's going to come out. They're going to yeah. call it. They're going to call for the bell. He's going to say, I cleared my match with TK. I'm going to cash him right now. It's going to be it's going to be a very exciting thing. And in Moxley's hometown, Moxley's going to lose that world title. This is going to be super exciting. That's what I thought. Yeah. Not at all. Instead, Hangman's uh, injury is legitimate. He's, oh, he's, my God. Poor guy. Cushion. The referee calls the match. Um, oh. They have stretcher him out of there on a gurney, but we don't oh, see that on TV. We don't see Thankfully, it, but they, they do lower the out. bottom rope so they can do it. I watched it on Twitter. Yeah, they, they loosened the bottom ropes. Mm, uh, ten good. minutes left in the show. <laughs> so poor Hangman. He's just yep. not having a good time as of late. Between this and the CM Punk stuff and uh, just poor guy. Mm-hmm. So instead of having action, we're just going to get a rundown on what's happening on Friday. So on Friday, we're going to have a Klain versus Varsity Athletes, <laughs> an LP Ford versus Willow. That's not real. Ants versus Roosh. Yep. And Wait, that's not real either. This is like all the lies, all these matches you're saying. <laughs> it's not even real. We still have a lot of time, so let's talk about what's on Dynamite next week. Oh, my God. Swerve Boy versus FTR. Riho versus Jamie Hayter. <laughs> Jericho and Garcia versus Claudio and Yuta. Oh. And Brian Danielson versus Sammy Guevara. Oh, boy. I don't know why, but yes, because Danielson wanted the match, he said. Okay. Yeah. Now we go back to the ring and Moxley's got a microphone. Oh, but I'm convinced. I'm convinced now. This is it. He's going to start cutting a promo about Cincinnati and MJF's going to run out and attack him. Nope. There's, there's plenty of time for it. Yep. Uh, he, he says he wishes the best for Hangman. Um, but you know, you're a wrestler. And so you sometimes you get knocked out or whatever. Yes. Just kind of whatever. Then he drops an F-bomb on MJF and calls MJF out to the ring. Okay, another thing I have to complain about. I hate AEW's bleep sound. It's a crowd going wild, but it never, ever matches up with the actual crowd. Oh. It's horrible sounding. Why can't it just be silence or a beep? Yeah. 
don't it's know. it's ah! I hate it so much. Watched it on the the fight thing, so they didn't even bleep it out. Oh wow, yeah, mine was bleeped out. Um, how comes MJF? He's got a referee and a but poker okay, chip. yes, but Moxley called him out, and that's how I knew. Oh, we're not getting it. Yeah, we're not getting it because that's what Moxley wants. Yeah. Why would you call him out? So, yeah, whatever. Um, and plus, the bottom ropes are totally disconnected, pretty yes. much. So, not having a match here, which confused the crap out of MJF, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't get it. He didn't know what fight. was going on and why that was like that. I don't think. Not used to this. No. Uh, yeah, MJF gives the chip to Regal. <gasps> what? He says, oh, he says, I don't cut corners. I want Moxley at 100%. I'm going to cash in this chip at full gear. So he says, uh, yeah, I'm going to earn it. And Moxley says, MJF, the only thing you're going to earn is a lot of injuries. Wow. And it's the end of the show. Can you imagine if it was Regal's email years ago, plus what Regal said to him in the ring tonight that dethrones Moxley and it's Regal's fault. Yeah. Cause yeah, I sure I can is um, MJF said he reads that email every day. Yes. He's obsessed with Regal saying, no, sorry. Can't help you kid. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. I just, can you imagine if it's all Regal it's and crazy. can you imagine Regal as the emperor and MJF as Anakin, a good version though. And this was Regal's want all this time. Yeah, yeah. What if Regal turns to be with MJF? I mean, it's not impossible. But the fact is, even if he stays with the combat club, Regal's not going to be loved by Moxley if this is the thing that this is the catalyst for MJF winning. And let's make it even worse. MJF wins. He says he's not going to take shortcuts. He wrestles a clean match until he wins with Regal's own brass knuckles. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's all there. Please. There. This is an amazing story. Let's do it. Ring. Yeah, yeah. The ref takes away his diamond ring. So he yes. takes away. And he has Regal's Regal. and he has Regal's brass knuckles. And Regal could even look in his pocket after that and see that he, he was stolen. He could even give Regal a hug and have lifted him. The point is, there's so many different yeah. cool ways you can go with this. Yeah. I'm very excited about Full Gear. Me too. Full Gear has been a good show last year too. So. But why are we freaking booking Moxley against Penta on Dynamite for the title then? I don't know. What is that? <sighs> Whatever. It didn't matter. This, this Dynamite uh, was pretty solid. And between the... the, the with, with the MJF stuff... The last match, besides the fact that it ended in stoppage, um, was really hard-hitting and good. Yeah. And the opening match was great. And the Dalton Castle match was great. Yeah. The only thing mediocre about it, the show, was really the, the Tony Storm match. But Yeah. Still, that's good. Now, and unfortunately... I, the, yeah, the medical report. Did you get a medical report on, hey, man, is he okay? Do we know? Yeah, he's, he's fine. He got a concussion. But besides that, he's perfectly fine. Now, also, anyone close to the situation, in fact, everyone has said he was in the hospital, this, this, this. I'm not saying it was fake, but this would have been the perfect way to have Hangman, (laughs) to have Hangman lose that match. 
this would have been amazingly perfect if only like seven or eight people were in on it and knew exactly what happened. And it really wasn't a knockout. But I, but I think it was. I think it was real. But the point is, if it wasn't, wow. Well, what a way to book that. Um, now, I want to say to people um, that are listening to the show, unfortunately, uh, for whatever reason, our server is email server and ports are busted today. So I cannot read your emails if you sent any. I don't have them is what I'm trying to say. So I'm hoping to fix that in the next two days. Um, hopefully, I mean, maybe even tomorrow, but I'm, I have a, uh, it usually takes 24 to 48 hours to get, uh, any kind of support on this crappy crap. So we'll see. But yeah, unfortunately, normally where's that extraordinarily handsome co-host that's normally with you? Oh, we'd get an email like that. I'm sure because he's not on. Yeah. And it would say (laughs) not Mr. Mutant Larry at the end. Yep. Right. Right. (laughs) <laughs> excuse me burp that's pretty much it so okay okay all let's right let's just pretend we answered everybody's questions already so thanks for your email ian that was awesome yes ian and that was really true what you said about the mjf and regal promo really good and the yep. thing you agreed with me about the perfect it was the perfect way to get hangman out of losing wonderful perfect <laughs> so i agree okay <laughs> I gotta fix this. Okay, um, let me do SmackDown right now. SmackDown. This is uh, live from Toledo, Ohio. Oh, so both shows were from Ohio, and Larry's not here this week. Hmm. There's mm. some kind of coincidence here. What's going on? He I don't would know. never go to SmackDown, would he? No. No, I'm just saying it's weird that yeah, all the weird. wrestling is there, and then he just disappears. <laughs> so, I'm not sure. Uh, Seamus comes out with his pals, the Brawling Brutes, and. Uh, Tonight they say that there's a YouTube sociopath of some kind here. And because mm. because Tank Liar and Raquel lost last week, they get a title shot this week against Damage Control. Does that make any sense? It makes total sense. Oh, yeah. And then... As you win. While they're explaining that, Bray Wyatt interrupts the feed and says, I'm here. And then yep. Braun and Omos face-to-face tonight. So that'll be great. Oh boy. But we open with Seamus against Solo Sokoa with the bloodline, which is the Usos and uh, Sami Zayn. Cole says Sami's doing his breast. So you know <laughs> that he must be. And then Seamus does. <laughs> yeah. Seamus does snot noise. It's white noise with a giant cartoon snot flying out of his nose. <laughs> it's so gross. I was not the only one who saw that. Wonderful. No, it's it was really big and really bad. Um, oh, that was the thing. I, I hate to say this because it's personal and everything, but that was the thing. Seamus was having such a problem with his sinuses and picking his nose and blowing his nose the night yeah. I met him uh, at uh, the THQ event. The same oh. fateful night that I unfortunately ran at CM Punk. But yes, Seamus was really having an issue and then a guy was there i don't know who reporter what reporter he was but he was recording this on his phone or camera i don't remember and seamus is like you bet he got really mad and he's like you better not be recording me picking my nose fella just <laughs> like oh my god don't don't do it just 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 right, don't. if you did just delete it so anyway, snot noise, um, bro kick, but Sammy does a distraction and then the brawling brutes are fighting and the Usos bury them under the announce table. So I guess they died. 
And then Sammy interferes in the match, so Solo Sokoa can hit the spinning Solo, which is his version of the rock bottom. And Solo mm-hmm. wins, which is pretty big, because Sheamus is pretty over and big right now. Yeah, so yeah. Solo beating him, they really must believe in Solo. Um, and then Sheamus gets beat down by the bloodline, and they take some steel chairs and steps and the ring post, and they break the bad left arm of Seamus and Seamus is left there dead with broken arms. So yeah. her arm, single arm. So it's gone for a while, probably. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think this is elbow surgery or something, but I'm, I'm not sure about that. I don't know. I don't have a real injury update on him like at okay. all. Okay. Now it says a message from Bray Wyatt up next. Nope. <laughs> nope. Why they have to lie like this. Do they have no other little screens that they can put up? One that doesn't say up next? Right. How about just, just don't say up next? Yeah. But this one's close to up next. It's not exactly up next. So earlier today, Rey Mysterio runs into Gunther's goons and they threaten to give him. Oh, no. I wrote. Oh, this is horrible. I can't say that. They threaten to give him the final solution or something. Oh. Well, yeah. they're kind of Nazis. And Ray says. That it, and that was. Right. A, this is Ray. That was a WCW reference. So, yeah, I mean, a wrestling move. And Ray says, how about I wrestle one of you instead, dog? And Kaiser the jobber accepts. No, 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 Joe. Okay, go ahead, please. His name, his name is Nazi Blackheart. Nazi Blackheart, I'm so sorry. <sighs> that goes right along with Final Solution and Gunther's Goons. Oh, my God, it's so bad. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm only repeating things from WCW. I'm not like I'm not saying that that's that's not funny at all. It's horrible, but right. I'm saying it in a wrestling context where they use that as a real thing. Yeah, it's really sad. Um, and Wade says, "Oh boy, I hope that matchup gets made official." I think I added the "oh boy" part, but the other part is he's all excited, and it, now he's the new Michael Cole, where he get excited and pretend you, that the match isn't real yet. So yes, ooh. So Michael Cole yeah. says, the most talked about story in WWE is Bray Wyatt. Yeah, no kidding. Backstage, Bray Wyatt talks and he apologizes for last week when he got interrupted by Boy Howdy or whatever his name is on the screen. He says, <laughs> but I can finish what I was trying to say right now. He says, revenge is a confession of pain. So I'm going to confess. I have problems like anger issues and I was okay with being left alone, but I was happy when people chanted for me because I needed it. But this, they're playing this whole time. They've been playing his theme song. And if you don't know his new theme song, it only got played once before ever. It is so distracting, but I like it. It's a lot of piano. It's a big buildup and drums in the beginning. And then it slams into some lyrics, but I enjoy it. I actually like the song. I think I want to say it's Code Orange that does the song. But it's very distracting. He says, now I can see. I know who you are. I know what you want. And I confess along this journey, I'm going to do some horrible things. But I'm just a servant now. I go where the circle takes me. And he winks because that's been his thing on Twitter forever is a red circle. So there you go. So is he talking to the crowd here saying, yeah, he's saying, well, 
Again, I'm only assuming this is a split personality storyline. Yeah. We're going to, he's going to bring in other members. We're going to get members of this new Wyatt family. We're going to assume that's the real Wyatt six, but really the Wyatt six is like in his head. I think that's what the story is, but I don't know. It could be anything. Part of him, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's just splinters, splinters of him, like sprinkled around. That's it. Yeah. But there's more Bray Wyatt stuff later. Maybe the Bray splinters are possessing like human hosts or something. That's what I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do we have, do we want to like speculate on who maybe the Wyatt six will be or if, that, if that's how many there um, are? Well, I mean, really it's because you, they're combined. They're going to be combined. Like it'll be, let's say mercy, the buzzard, but really under the mercy mask is, which is of course, Waylon mercy, which is Bray Wyatt, but under the mask, it'll be someone else, some other wrestler. So it's, I think it's going to be like a, for each character. And then you have, um, well, you think well, you there know, be reveals for each of these. And you're like, yes. pull off the mask. Oh, it's, it's well, Alexa see, the, Bliss or whatever. the thing is, some of them won't be guys, you know, so it's going to be, it's going to be a bad reveal. Gotcha. Okay. So I think one of them, one of them you would recognize, but I think it would be a dud. And you know who that is. We'll talk about that a, a little later on SmackDown. Okay. Let's save. Let's save it till then. Okay, fair enough. And we'll see what we think. Backstage, Sammy says, "Sheamus can't do this," and he like waves his arm all around. He says, "Because we broke his arm," and he tells Solo. <laughs> he looks at Solo and he goes, "I could just eat your head. You're doing so good." So he turned into <laughs> William Regal there. Sammy yes. wants to go home. Excuse me. And Badu says no. We got to stay here and we're going to kill that YouTube sociopath. And Sammy's like, no, Roman said, don't do that. Don't do it. It wouldn't be very oozy. And hothead Badus gets mad. He's like, what? I'm such a hothead, right? We'll see what really happens when I go get yeah. him. So, oh boy. As soon as he said, we'll see what really happens. I've never I been as interested in the Usos in, since <clears throat> their beginning. They're amazing. They're like, I, I didn't know they could be this good. Of- you and Larry kind of gush about it every week, which I think is justified. And I'm the same way. I'm like, I have never. I, I just remember when they were making fun of FTR for shaving each other's backs. Right. The and they room. said they called it. Remember Uzi hot and all that. And there was gay jokes. And I was yeah. like, wow, this is stupid. And now it's like put him with Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. And it's like, this is brilliant. Yeah, this is fun. This is I, a lot of fun. Yep. I can't even believe how good it is. Each, each of the Uso twins is different. You have. Bad Usi and Happy Go Lucky Usi. Yep. I like that. And then you have new Baby Us, who's solo. Oose. It's just, yeah. it's amazing. It's so good. It's and then good. Fake Us, that's Sammy. So <laughs> the family's great. Be scrappy Doocy. Oh, <laughs> don't compare him to something so terrible. So, <laughs> oh, look, now it's. Regular old normal watch me live Morgan against racist Sonya Deville. Oof. So Liv didn't change. Last week she was crazy. This week she's normal. Oh, but look, we're doing the laziest story ever where Liv goes, Sonya, smear my lipstick. She says that to her. So Sonya does it. Which, yeah. if you think Liv calling out moves is loud, wait till Bailey on Raw. Oh my God. Everything yeah. Bailey does, she's like, Turn my 
head upside down. Push me. Pick me up and throw me. Oh my God, Bailey. You are so mm. freaking loud. Are you, are you deaf that you don't know how loud you are? But wow, it's bad. Um, so Liv gets smeared makeup and oh my God, she looks crazy now. Mm-hmm. And Liv goes so crazy that they both get counted out. What? Nothing says crazy more than a double count out as far as wrestling goes. And the crowd boos because that's dumb. Liv gets a yes. bunch of chairs. What does the crowd do? We want tables. Too bad. Too bad. You Never satisfied can't crowd. Lift the table. There's no way. No. She's lifted a table once and it was a bad thing. Superplex onto some chairs. So Liv's character is, please watch me. I'm a crash test dummy now. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like that mini mankind that's yeah, not that's entertaining. Exactly that. So now we get a look at the mega star LA Knight. And I'm like, what could they possibly show us? It's all, Oh, it's all NXT footage. What a yeah. mega star from NXT. Yeah. Did he even Did he even do anything when he was there? Like, he never won a title or anything, did he? I can't remember. I don't remember. I'm going to say no. He was always like, I'm going to wrestle this week. No, I'm not. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah, and then he was like, look, they're booing me. I'm a heel. Oh, they love me. I'm a face. Oh, look, I'm a model... Uh, manager i'm a heel oh look i turned i'm a heel still like i don't this is stupid yeah up next stroman and omos and why can't i think of his name i was gonna say almost like it's like two years ago omos um but first they lied because we get a vikings video and it's the first time they actually show gamey's face she is yay so she is back and she's gonna talk about gamey valkyrie something what did you guys say her name was I think it's Lyra Valkyria or something. It's something stupid that nobody's going to be able to pronounce. pronounce, And then once the commentators say it, then you'll know. But Yeah, yeah. Lyra, Lyra, Linum, Linum, I don't know. And anyway, that might not even be the the trademark for her. That might be for somebody else, but I, I saw it was trademarked, though. Okay, Braun Strowman comes out. He says, I'm a monster. Come out here, MVP and Omos. So MVP comes up by himself or something like that. I'm sure he does because he doesn't know. No, he turned into me there. We I forgot it was not two years ago. So MVP comes out, and it wasn't during the pandemic. And he says, "You're a monster, Omos." Oh no, he's not what he says. He says, "You're a monster, (laughs) but Omos is a giant, and you are small compared to him." And Braun's like. Let's do the blood money challenge where we wrestle for the Saudi prince and don't get thrown in a wood chip because we're too big. And MVP says, yes, we will do that. Braun says, but first, can I wrestle you? And he says, no, you must wrestle Omas. Here he comes. And Braun tries to make a scared face. This was horrible. So Omas gets in the ring and the stupid idiot cowboy hat guy that's in the front row is, has the most racist sign of the night. It says, is that Shaq? (laughs) Yes. Every big black guy's Shaq. A moron. Really? He sits at home and he tells his wife, look, or whatever, his, his, his mom, because he's probably not married. He's like, look, 
They're exactly the same. Do you, don't you see it? And she's like, no. This is Toledo, right? Toledo? Yes. That's all you yeah. had to say. Clinger, we get... Max we Clinger, anybody? I know. We get the face-to-face, and Strowman does look small, just like MP said. And yeah. just... Omos just shoves Braun out of the ring easily. And Braun's like, ha, ha, ha. And guess what Braun couldn't resist doing? Smiling? Calling Omos boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had to show what he is about. Country strong. (sighs) Effing stupid idiots. Country strong indeed. This week, Cole says that last week, Drew McIntyre caused an automobile accident with carrying cross <laughs> that was never the story in fact no. we had a big discussion last week about if that was the story and i told larry if that was the story they never said that that was the story but cole now says yes that was real yeah and I said, no, Larry, that would be insane for Drew to get in a car accident, run backstage to pee, and then run back out and attack Karen Cross. Because you would, if you get in an accident on purpose and crash into a guy's car, you would rip him out of the car and beat him up. But that's not what happened. Right. <sighs> just some segments, I just, just smell like brother love or I smell idiots Uh, on it yeah and it's like oh this is one of them backstage broken mic interview with drew mcintyre so they have to use some other mic um he says wwe told him that if he pooed himself up no that there would be (laughs) severe consequences if he fights with carrying cross again and a blood money plug up that wood chipper you can't poo in that (laughs) that's pretty much it and he says but at blood money it's me against Karen, not me, but Drew against Karrion Cross in a steel cage. That sounds abysmal. Yes. Wow, that sounds boring and bad. It's okay because nobody in the front 10 rows will be watching anyway. They'll be sitting in their lounge chairs. Now you say that, but they don't do like that anymore. That was only like oh, the first one. That's the only one I watched, so I don't yeah, know. They, they, that was like an anomaly. The rest of them are just like, they horrible. look pretty normal, so... Like there's so actual fans on TV. Man. That was embarrassing. <laughs> that first one. Oh, we're and I'm sure the elite who don't even care. Right. And I'm sure they knew that and they were, had to have better optics. So they're like, yeah, this doesn't look good at all. Let's let's have the fans up front, because if we don't, we're going to, you know, we're going to make it look like we let, really do let women drive over here. Or I'm sorry, we're going to make it look like we really don't. I can't figure out which one's funnier and more sad. So, uh, okay. Some horrible YouTube monster shows up backstage. But first, um, tag title match. Damage control against Tank Liar and Raquel. So damage Mm. control being EO and uh, Dakota. And... Like I said, the challengers lost last week. Oh, and Raquel lost on NXT on Tuesday. So let's give them a title shot. This doesn't make any sense. Wade with she, this whole match. She is this. I have no idea who he's talking about ever. I really don't. Like sometimes you can figure it out, but right. Wade's not. It's very clear. Maybe he didn't know their names. I don't think so. Um, Cole, no, he does. He does. Because they, they're all from NXT, so he knows them all. Um, Cole says, thought she was going for the Vader bomb, that spinning elbow. 
Remember when Vader would just flip around like in a like a top? He was so small and spry. He would just flip all around. Remember that? Yeah, Yeah, me too. Uh, Dakota is a botch festival with such low ring awareness. She never knows what's going on. And the champs retain, of course. And Raquel's upset because Tanklier is such a terrible tag partner. But they cut away to a replay. And when they come back, she's holding Shotzi like they're dating. And she loves her so much. So, I don't think Raquel understands what she's doing. No. She's so mad, and then she's so is the fine. With one it. out of this four that's worth watching. <laughs> Who is? Eo Sky. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, that's you. You yeah. figured it out. Which means every damage control match kind of sucks because half of the team is Dakota Kai, and I, I know people love her, but she's just really lost in the ring a lot of times. I thought she was going to figure that out, but she never has. She had some decent matches on NXT. And then, like, I think it was when, I want to say Cora Jade came in. It became NXT 2.0. Was it Cora Jade? It was one of the worst matches I I ever saw. Ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was that and one of the last Legend matches. And I was like, I can't. I can't even look at this. This is so bad. This is not real wrestling. This is a joke. So, backstage interview with Ronda. Yuck. Uh, Kayla asks, are you, this is, okay. This is a great question. She's like, are you doing an open challenge? Because you said, remember when all your whole character was, was if I was champ, I'd be doing an open challenge every minute or whatever. And that she's done right. none. Um, Rhonda says the same speech last time she turned heel. She's like, well, I would, but I, the crowd, they only like their favorites and I'm the best and I hate them. If they hate me, I hate them. And basically that was her heel turn right there. Yeah. And she says, next week there's an open challenge like I'm a face. But, oh my God. Rhonda's terrible. Yeah, she's Rhonda lousy. Very lousy. So now we get Uncle Howdy, I think. We get this masked buffoon that's been messing with Bray Wyatt that we thought was Bray Wyatt because he came out and took the mask off and it was Bray underneath, but... Maybe that's not Bray. I'm confused. But there's a QR code in this in this thing. And this time at the end, they do say howdy. And we see his face. Part yeah. of it. Now, what should we talk about first? First, let's talk about the... Um, what's it called? The QR code? The QR code. We'll talk about that first. So you go... First of all, early. really hard to get. Really, really hard to do. Yeah. So how do you do it? So we can recommend this to uh, people. Well. Oh, you don't. You look. You look on Twitter. Great. Okay. No, no, no. I, I, I record it onto a, a file and then I slow it down to point one seven speed. Oh, that's fair. That's a that's a very good way. What I do, I'm sick of trying to pause the TV at the right spot, so I record yeah. the video off the TV with my phone, and then I can yeah. just press the QR code when it goes by and that's easy. So yeah, it's much easier to stop on a frame on your phone than it is on a television DVR remote or a Roku remote or whatever. Right. So you go to this QR code and I should probably bring up a picture of it, huh? Um, so I could read it, but it is essentially what it is, is it's a psychiatric evaluation form for Bray Wyatt. 
So Bray Wyatt was in some sort of mental hospital. And uh, what a shock, right? Yeah. You would never guess that in a million years. So I'm looking at it right here. It says psychiatric evaluation, difficulty showing remorse or empathy, um, conflict with social norms or conflict, depending on how you want to read it. And then disregarding or violating the rights of others. So this is what he was accused of. A lot of it's redacted. But then at the top where it says client ID. Yeah. It's not an ID, kids. It's a phone number. So, of course, I called yeah. it. Why wouldn't I call it? Of course. And. The number that's on the URL for the site where it's saved. It's, it's oh, is it? Number. It's at the end of the www.com oh, okay. slash. Then you got the phone number there. And if you call it. Now, everybody on Twitter was saying, oh, it's a guy saying, help me. No, it wasn't. Why? And then that spreads like wildfire because, of course, nobody listens to me. They just want to listen to whatever that, you know, and then don't argue with them because they're they're going to say how right they are because they heard yeah. it from some dirt sheet that's wrong. But he's saying, I know, not me. I never lost control. Oh, no. Not me. We never lost control. He's not saying help me. He's saying yeah. not me. Because that's from a song. You might know it from a Nirvana song. But it is originally, it's the man who sold the world. That's a, originally David Bowie's song from the 1970s. So okay. does that mean David Bowie invented grunge? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But the point is, there you go. That's that. Now, this guy says howdy for sure, right? Yes. On the TV, on SmackDown. He's, a howdy. He's wearing a cowboy hat. The cowboy hat has, like, I don't know if it was barbed wire or thorns wrapped around Something. The, the rim of it. Yeah. And I've been saying for weeks that they trademarked Uncle Howdy and Uncle Harper. Now, I don't know if that's an either or, or they're going to use them both, but... This is getting used because they, they bothered to trademark it. Yeah. So is this Uncle Howdy? Is this just one of Uncle Howdy's relatives? Are they all in the Wyatt family? Like you said, who's playing the parts? Yeah. And you had the best guess for who this was. And I think I think you're right. But what did you say? I said it was Bo Dallas. I think it is. And we also know that Vincent and Dutch, if you know them, um, if you watch the last Ring of Honor pay-per-view, they were weren't they the guys that had the Ring of Honor six man titles and then um Dalton Castle and yes. the boys beat them? Yeah. That's right. And they look like I mean, Dutch you might not know, and no, I'm not talking about Dutch Mantel, because everybody Larry asked <laughs> that too. And you asked that That's too. <laughs> Excuse me, but um if you know them, Vincent was the one that was in non or no more in impact for a long time. But I know that that contract's up. And I had heard that a week or two ago, they were both backstage at Raw. And that was when Bray was still on both, you know, when they weren't, when he wasn't confirmed just for SmackDown. So, um, I mean, this is, this is a pretty basic situation where it's like, if you had Dutch and you had Bo and you had Vincent and you had Bray, and then you throw in maybe Alexa and Liv, 
And what did I say? I said, get, get them a mask, chop it in half, give them each half of the mask. And they could be some kind of Abigail twins or something. But the point yeah. is, regardless of who you want to put in there, whether it's Liv or Alexa or whatever, I'm, I'm hoping it's Alexa, but you never know. Because if you don't know, Bray's brother is Bo Dallas in real life and Bo's wife or girlfriend in real life is Liv Morgan. So it sure does seem like if they're bringing them, they're bringing Bo in to be with Bray that when they're making this crazy char- live character crazy, it sure does seem like she's going to be a part of this, not Alexa, but maybe both. Who knows? But, I mean, that's that sounds like just add water, instant Wyatt family to me. So oh, yeah, and some and some reptilians, and some reptilians from the center of the earth, according to Bo and Liv, unfortunately. But yeah, you could throw the the whale and mercy mask on one of them. You could throw the rabbit mask on one of them, put the pig mask on Dutch. I mean, it's all there. You could do this. Yeah. And those two guys really have a good, they look dirty. Like the Wyatt family. In fact, if you wanted to make Dutch uncle Harper, he's already got the, the sweat shirt, like the sweaty shirt. I mean, like the way that uh, Luke Harper had the stained shirt. It's just that Dutch does the pit stains and he looks more like a Godwin, but still, I mean, it's all there. You could do this. It's not impossible. So It's not impossible, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. But whatever they plan on, I'm there for it. I'm ready. So. Me too. I'm just kind of sitting back and enjoying what they're doing. And so yep. far, I haven't been disappointed yet. I mean, Larry's been really down on this <laughs> since the beginning. He didn't like the Extreme Rules reveal. He didn't like the SmackDown thing. I didn't talk to him about this segment, so I don't know what he thought about this. But yeah, he's not a fan, but I know most people are. And the ratings are showing that people are very big fans of this. So I'm I'm trying to remain patient. I want I, I want it to progress faster, but yeah. I know with Bray, you have to let him go at Bray speed and that's I'm fine with that too. Well, yeah, so. and not only that, you give it all away and then it's nothing. If you if they yeah. build this properly where Vince isn't there to say, "Hey, um I changed my mind, then you can build this properly and it'll, it could turn out awesome to give it a chance. Just just feed me a little bit every week and I'll be happy. Did you know pattern? Then I'll be sick of it. Now, did you know, um, that, uh, I, I spent a few, many hours, a few, many, that's, that's a thing I just said. Um, I spent a few hours. Well, I changed it. It's, it's, I spent many hours. I watched this past weekend. I watched the original Stephen King's it from 1990, the mini series that was on ABC, the two long episodes. Um, yeah, yeah. And I had watched it uh, as a teenager. I mean, I watched it a million times. Okay. Sure. But I hadn't seen it since what, like 20 years or so. So I decided to give it a watch and, um, after that, of course, after I watched it, um, I had to watch the new, new movies of it and see how those compared. Okay. And yes. I really liked, did you see them? I saw them both. I, I, you know, preferred the, who was it? Tim Curry. Yes. Uh, and that's the thing. I still think the original is best, but if you want to modernize it, the first movie that, that was actually really good. The second one. Oh my God. Oh my God. Please end. Please. Why is this almost three hours? 
please end mm. this movie. That's all I could think of most of the time. It, so, yeah, it's strayed from the book quite a bit and prolonged the story in some ways. So, okay, you know the book. That ritual thing, none of that's in the book, is it? There's, well, there's, you mean the ritual the kids do? The ritual with the tokens and throw them all in a thing and burn them. Is that in the they, book? That sounds made up. Um, but I don't know because I didn't read the book. There, well, see, there's a part in the book where the kids actually kind of engage in uh, some sexual activity. Oh, um, is there which, really? Yeah, which wouldn't really work in movie that, settings, so they had to take that out. Well, not only that, that doesn't work for later story at all. They would have to change that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So there is some stuff that changed from the book to the movie. Okay. So, I mean, the book was, what, 1,200 pages long. It was a giant book. Yeah. So yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna keep everything in there, um, um, but yeah, like the thing where they go into this this uh, haunted house and there's all these different passageways and stuff. You know, you can go into the scary or the super scary passage. Or that whatever sounds they super did. made up. Is that real? That was not in the book. I didn't think so. That seemed so fake. Unless so. my memory is so gone, I you yeah. know it was. Well, I like, don't know. So I read it. Somebody yeah, that read yeah. it could tell us better. That that read it like yeah. yesterday or whatever. <laughs> read it recently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my opinion is the first movie I thought was, was good. And I couldn't wait to see these people as adults. And then I was like, okay, here we go. Second movie. And then I was like, oh my God, why is this movie so long? <laughs> so, but I remember also, being very disappointed at, my problem with Stephen King has always been, he doesn't know how to end a story. Well, yeah, that was uh, the joke in the movie. Yeah, that was the joke. The ending sucked. I hated the ending. Even Stephen King himself said that. Yeah, he played as a character in the movie like Stanley, but yeah, he yeah. he said the ending was terrible. He's in all of his own movies, I think. He does that that Stanley thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was the hillbilly and creep show, and he was all these other characters. No, um, yeah, just he doesn't. His I mean, cocaine's a drug, people. It's real. So what's my point of all this? If I forget my point, then why am I even um, why am I even saying this? My point is, I had forgotten that. I am the eater of worlds and we're here is that's from it. 1990. Yeah. So Bray Wyatt using those, of course, why wouldn't he? And what poltergeist was there here? Is that, well, that's that different a, though. Yeah. 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 Those are different things. Worlds is definitely a, but the eater of worlds thing is absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 100%. But anyway, that's it. So and going back to the David David Bowie thing, you know, there's a there's some symbolic there's some symboli. What does that mean? There's symbolism between Bray Wyatt and David Bowie because David Bowie had all these split personality things there you too go. that he did. Ziggy Stardust. So yeah, there you, go. There you have that it. was part of his stage show. Yeah. I don't know, maybe his real life. Yeah, so know. it's all there. A lot of these things that I haven't even mentioned. I mean, the QR codes have been song lyrics and stuff. And um, last week. The guy that said, oh, but you will. Um, I mean, he did song lyrics before he said that stuff. Mr. Howdy, Uncle what's, Howdy, what's Boy Howdy, whatever thing? his name is. I don't know where that came from. What, Drinker Ovaltine? Yeah, what's that from? That's a Christmas story. You spend all this time what? wasting your time decoding this code message, and it was an ad. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, so they right. put that in there as a joke. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, back to SmackDown. You ready? <laughs> Yes. Okay. 
We oh. track back off track a little bit there, but that's the fun part. Yeah. Backstage. Legato del exactly. Legato del Fantasma cuts a promo. And for some reason, Zelina Vega has like this. She's like, look at my sparkly PlayStation controller that I use on my video game stream. It's so it's so bejeweled and bedazzled. Look how neat it is. I'm going to stream a video game that doesn't fit in with Legato. Stop it. Um, no. Yeah. She's dressed like the Madonna, not the singer, but the, the mother of Jesus Madonna. Yes, this is true. Why had a PlayStation controller? I have no idea. It's really stupid looking. <laughs> and they say, we're going to destroy Hit Row. So now on another TV, Hit Row is watching this. <laughs> we just got this very intelligent promo. Besides this PlayStation controller, it's a very intelligent promo and a very like well thought out plan about destroying Hit Row from Legato. When we cut to Hit Row, it's like, is their gimmick that they're stupid? This is what I want to know. because So we're watching them watch Legato. Stupid Top Dollar says, how are they going to say they head and shoulders above the rest when none of their heads reach my shoulders? And BFAB goes, more like Legato del Dummies. I'm <laughs> like, that's not even funny. That's really stupid. Uh, oh boy i don't have a lot of history of watching hit row like well, maybe i've seen it before i don't know who these they, people are in nxt they should have been called hit and miss row because sometimes yeah. the crowd loved them and sometimes the crowd was like what the f is this is it always been just the three of them have there ever been anybody no else swerve was the fourth one but swerve, swerve came okay. swerve came in last gotcha so they don't count him anymore, of course, since you can't get him. So, okay. but um, so they were in NXT forever, and now they're they were in NXT him. forever, and now we have to watch them every week on SmackDown. And yes, it was unfair when budget cuts got them fired before they could even do anything last time. But bringing yeah. them back without a plan somehow is worse because they've yeah. done nothing yet. Yeah, just, I'm afraid this is just going to, I don't know, play into stereotypes and stuff. Because that's all it does. Not- and then we have the gang wars. We had Hit Row against Legato for months in NXT. And we're going to mm-hmm. get that again here. And it doesn't even make sense because we've already, Hit Row has already lost, and I understand with, with cheating, but they've already lost to the two jobber guys from Legato. Have have we learned nothing? We we did this with the Nation of Domination versus Bariquas versus Nazi gang. Versus I know. Way back then. I'm well aware. They should watch retro or listen to retro some more. Watch retro <laughs> shows. But um, BFAB says, I have an idea. But that's like not for this week, is it? We never see them again. Oh, yeah, they just walk off, don't they? Right, so she has an idea. So I guess the idea is she's going to bring a friend in or they're going to recruit Braun Strowman. I don't know what they're going to do. Who cares? It's three on four, right? So they need one more hit rower. Yeah, that's what they're looking for. Uh, Ray versus Kaiser McNazi. Um, (laughs) And they announced that Ray versus Gunter for the Intercontinental title is in two weeks. Unfortunately, that is the taped SmackDown. So you'll be able to know a week in advance that Rey Mysterio didn't win the title. So isn't that great? Yeah. So this week, Cole knows it's Gunter, but he thinks it's also 
Ludwig. So he doesn't Lud- understand how the U works in this language, but whatever. It's fine. Did you see that great sign in the front row? What it's what by the Nazi guy? By the guy that said, Is that Shaq or whatever? What did it say? Yeah. So there it said time six one nine for the Oh, that's horrible. Wow. I mean, that's amazing. That's what I meant. Rey Mysterio sells a chair outside of the ring that may or may not have actually hit him. And they Cole uh-huh. says it's it's Ray is doing the Eddie. But we don't see it because it's a bad camera angle. So we don't even know that at this point. Gunter and Vinci get ejected. And then it's a one-on-one match and Ray wins like seconds. And then they reshow it from a different angle. And yes, uh, Ray was pretending to have gotten hit with the chair. It just yeah. looked like a botch from the, the way they shot it. Right. So that was the stupid. Replay made sense uh, once you saw that. Yeah, that's it. Backstage, some criminal walking. That should be in jail. Um, next week, SmackDown is on FS1, so expect like 900,000 viewers if that. Um, Ronda's going to do her open challenge. Hit Row against Phantasma in a six-man tag, so they have to come up with a mystery partner. But did you notice they barely showed the graphic? Like, they, they took it down before you could even see the, like, silhouette guy come up. Right. It, like, went That's whoosh, whoosh. I asked, like, wait, it showed a, like, a... You know, the who was the guy that we always say that Alex Riley, Alex Riley. <laughs> but yeah, it showed the question mark thing, but it went away so fast you couldn't even tell. And then yeah. Roman Reigns returns and then also brawling brutes against Sammy and Solo. So they're really stacking it up. And when they stack that up, that usually means that's going to be right before a tape show. And then at the end of that show, um, before the tape show, they will run down almost the entire card since they know they can guarantee that. So we're going to know, they're going to tell us everything about the tape show. They're going to tell us yeah. every single match. So, but maybe one. Uh, update on Seamus. He has a fractured elbow. So I don't know if that's real or not. I've heard nothing. So main event, talking sociopath turd that people hate comes out. Cole says this. If a, he says, if a YouTube nobody beats the WWE champion, it would be the biggest upset in WWE history. Why are we having this match? Why are we even entertaining this? It's going to be in Woodchipperville. Yeah. Which mania. Nobody sees and it. It's on a Saturday morning. 7 a.m. Yeah. Who cares? No I'm one's going to see this. Yeah. This is horrible. Gets- but. Sociopath gets his payout to fly over there. Maybe they'll right, keep and then it either there. either it's a DQ or count out, or they have to Reigns has to cheat to beat a YouTube guy. This is horrible. Yeah. I don't want this. Yeah. So then, oh my God, two super racist lines. He says, "Well, first of all, he's supposed to be a face, but he calls all the fans at home dummies. So that's not yep. how you be a face." He says, all Samoans look alike. And are you yep. ready for this is the line that really bothered me. And he says, he definitely doesn't have any friends that look like Sami Zayn. <laughs> that is like really racist. I understand he meant like a little geek or whatever, but that's not what he said. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Yikes. Rafe Sami Zayn that he's, that he's hating against. Oh my God. I can't say. Um, he says he might get 
it's the same one as the 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 that Kaiser's after. Um, he says, I might just get one lucky shot and beat Roman Reigns. What if I become the champion as the YouTube? Badus yeah. just r- jumps in the ring and attacks the idiot and destroys him all alone. Why do we think that this idiot can do anything if he just got beat up by one guy out of a faction of like six? Why? Sammy comes out. He says, Remember, Roman Reigns said, do not do this. And Jay says, no, I will go attack him like I like. And the sociopath punches Uso and Uso dies in one punch. And Cole says, yeah, it's horrible. Cole says, lucky shot. And the D-bag puts on a hat like a D-bag would and leaves. What am I even watching? Why is this a thing? How was that the main event? WWE still thinks that social media right, but stars are like here's, the best thing. Here's the difference. He convinced them because of his large numbers on YouTube. He convinced them, and Triple H especially, one well, Stephanie too, but he told them both, I'm going to get you X millions of viewers. He's gotten them none. This right. rating was down with him on it. He it's just been mirrors because he had that fake fight with money Mayweather. Right. But his appeal or whatever is like, is dwindling. It's not growing. No. His nostalgic or whatever it's called. Not no novelty value is depleting. Right. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. I, I, I don't understand uh, the social media stardom. I don't, I don't understand why that. I don't either, been. but I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted that all he had to do was go look at these numbers and they're like, yes, money. And Stephanie went and pumped her arm like Home Alone and went cha-ching, cha-ching. And then that's it. They just trusted his lying word. And that's how we got into him into this contract in the first place. So anyway, I don't want to talk about Smacked anymore. I want to go back to AEW because I have... (sighs) So much to talk about. So much hatred to this. this Unfortunately, it's only an hour long. Yep. Um, it's AEW Friday Rampage. Oh, we're back at Daly's place in Jacksonville. That looked neat. Okay, I, that was nostalgic to me. That was fun. It's happy to say. I think we spent a couple of years there during the pandemic, yeah. so it's neat. To, I was like, to okay, see this it. is cool. Even though they shot it weird, but okay, that's fine. I watched, you know, all the being the elite YouTube series. Um, so it was neat to see them all all there at yeah. uh, uh, Daly's place during that. Yep. Jim Ross, Excalibur, and Tony Schiavone are here. Oh my God, Jim Ross. Jim Ross, he just was a buffoon this whole hour. Right out of the gate. Listen. Listen, listen. No one wants to hear an old man do a catchphrase to something cool ever. Don't do it. Stop. I don't even do that, and I'm kind of a fool in that way to do But the point things. is, we're a podcast. We can go listen all we want. He is a commentator that's like 70 years old, and he right. needs to stop this. And, you know, he's always been, I don't know if he is so much anymore, but as play-by-play, you don't even do that kind of color stuff. You're not supposed to be a personality. But because uh, Excalibur is the real play-by-play, we don't even know what Jim Ross does. He's, a, he's there to say things like this. Oh, yeah. if I was making a wrestling company, this guy would be my blue chipper and I would build a territory around. It's like, this is a wrestling company. Oh my God. What are you talking about? This isn't a podcast, you weirdo. 
Can so, I call this one a Jezebel? Can I say this? They're going to get mad on Twitter. Oh, oh Twitter's going to be after me for that one. But listen, listen, yo, listen. Please stop. Please don't do that. Well, out comes the acclaim. Uh-oh. They rap about the Tuesday night ratings and Kanye West. Ooh, oh, boy. my <laughs> God. Well, that's danger right there. Speaking of the, the Sami Zayn and uh, all, of all these horrible things. Yeah, to Kanye West. Wow. Like, not a good time. Uh, no. That. Already in the ring, we've got Smart Mark Sterling and his team of guys. Um, <laughs> Sterling interrupts Anthony Bowens before Anthony can say scissor me because that's trademarked. So we don't get to have that line tonight. Yet. No, no. Uh, but, but they, they would it's never end this like right away, right? No, 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 never. It's a uh, championship match. The acclaimed other champions, they're putting up their titles, and varsity athletes are putting up their scissor me trademark. Is that even, can e- you even do that? Well, we're going to find out how that is achieved later on. We'll okay. see the legal the legal way to Let's deal find with out, trademark. everyone. Let's see if this is how real That's life works. Easy if this is totally legit, but I believe it is. So okay. let's find out. Uh, varsity athletes, by the way, that's Tony Nice and Josh Woods. Um, so. The varsity athletes sucker Billy Gunn into entering the ring, and then the ref has to send Billy back to the locker room. So, bye, Billy. You're gone. Yeah. Wrestle, wrestle. Varsity athletes, they botch a double-team move. Um, we sure get uh, the arrival by Bowens, I believe, and then the mic drop by Caster. Did I imagine th- that th- – I'm sorry. Did I imagine that there was a team called the arrival in, a- in AEW? Or did it- was that just made up? Um, no, I don't, I don't know of any team. I remember. Is that fake? I think there was an event in GCW called the arrival, but I don't no, know. Not team. an event. How did I make uh, that up? The arrival tag team. No, I guess I just made it up. Maybe there was NXT arrival, but that's not what yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> I guess I made it up. So, yeah. Well, it's an Anthony Bowens move tonight, and he, it's just like a DDT. I mean, it always was, but I just, it, I don't know why I thought that. Yeah, yeah, but go ahead. Sorry. We get a mic drop by Max Caster. One, two, three, the acclaimed retain. What? There you go. That, that's it. The contract thing's over? Oh, wait, let's find Speed out. It is done, right? Well, let's see what happens. After the match, Billy Gunn comes back. He throws uh, Mark Sterling into the ring. Okay. And now they claim they do lots of double stomps and other moves to Sterling's crotch. They're really bullying him up. Um, they even land the scissor me timbers, which is a middle. Well, before they do this, a- doesn't he say, ha, 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 I, that really wasn't for the contract. That's He's got what- the paper there. Right. But Smart Mark says, you cannot win this. It's, I was just saying that or something. It was just something really stupid like that. Something really dumb. Yeah, that yeah. a lawyer in our minds would think uh, as wrestling fans, we don't know what lawyers yeah. can do and what they can't do. So this is what they can do. And so Billy grabs this trademark piece of paper and he rips it up. Oh, so, and as we all know, a valid contract ripped up makes it invalid. No, it no, it doesn't means, do anything. Yes. That's a so paper representation of a yeah. thing that's actually been made. So how would that even change anything? No, this is the original that's been oh notarized. Oh. Because it's been ripped, it's been unnotarized. Okay, so Which. <laughs> negative points. Okay, N- let's see so far. 
negative points for a feud being over in like like a story where it was like let's see how they get around using the scissor thing like they could do a segment and they can do oh this would be awesome how about this see this is why tk should hire me for creative Absolutely. you can do they can say here's our newest music video and it's all about scissoring but they have to blur out all the scissors in the video and all the times they say scissor me daddy they have to bleep yeah. it out so the whole video is like just all bleeps it's they could do so much funny stuff if you just kept this yep. going for three or four weeks sure and then i made that up in you, 10 seconds yeah you I mean, bring it to full gear and that's where you resolve it and sure or you can you could finish it on rampage or dynamite but let it build more than a week maybe yeah more than two weeks but no the yeah. feuds the feuds over just like that the story's over just like that and then it's ha 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 i'm the villain I, you can't actually have the trademark and then billy goes yes we can and just rips it up and then everything's fixed this is yeah. that's terrible it's too bad because they were on the right track like i said before they had the the black electrician's tape on the scissors yes and that's the thing they just started getting funny with that Smart Mark Sterling came out with a jacket that had scissors on it. So, and even even the varsity athletes, they did the scissor me move in the ring. I know. Yeah, so. Yep, they totally well, the just answer. lazied their way out of this one. I hate it. Maybe there's a reason for it. Maybe they just decided, look, these guys, we, we don't I know the reason for it. TK is getting bogged down. Yeah. He's got too much. Too much to do. Tell them to give me a call. Give me an, throw me an email, whatever. Yeah. I can I help. Next up. Oh, it's a pre-taped backstage segment with Tony Schiavone and Jade Cargill. Okay. That's tell- right. Because she was supposed to be holding up the show. So that's botch number two. Well, yeah. I mean, she didn't say when, like, is she going to start no, the show? Yet, no, 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 no. She did. She said she will sit there in the ring for the whole 60 minutes. She said that. Okay. Then, yeah, that's that's ruined so already. So that's stupid, too. Maybe she's got lost oh on the way God. to Daly's place because, you know, it's a new arena. They've yeah, never they, been she's never been there. This is this is just absurd. And then this doesn't even make any sense, this, this story they make up here. Well, first of all, she calls him Tony Shervati. So that's not... <laughs> yes. Uh, but she says, I'm going to get my belt back from nyla rose tonight okay okay but how because he says well okay tony says penelope ford is injured so we're gonna make it we made a deal earlier that we would let you put one of the baddies in there against willow and then we'll get your title back and that's when jade says cut the crap and just says Mm -hmm. I just want my title back, whatever. But that, wait, so Jade trusted Tony, first of all, who she doesn't trust ever, to get no. this title back. How would they, one, do that? If you didn't get it back from Nyla Rose, how would you get it back? Like it's, at a, like a promise like this. You couldn't promise this. It's, it's a dumb thing because they're not telling to- us anything. Both Tonys made a bad faith deal with Jade like they're the heels. This doesn't make any sense. And also Nyla's a heel because she stole the title. So all this makes Jade the face. This makes no sense at all. No. This story is completely broken and I hate it. It's 
It's no good. I don't like this. So another negative for Rampage. I don't know if I liked anything on this show. There are infinite ways to make Nyla versus Jade a much better uh, match, a much better better story than this. this well, you can not- do the stolen title thing. That's funny. But they're, the, the, the logic behind it is completely flawed in the way that the logic was flawed with the with the uh, scissors thing. It's just, yeah. you don't... Anyway, go ahead. Rushed. So what's next? Okay, backstage. It's a, we're in the locker room now. It's Alex Marvez. Now he's mediating between Penta, Phoenix, Alex Abrahantes, Ortiz, and Eddie Kingston. Okay, I didn't hate this. How about that? No, I didn't hate this. No, this was fine. Ortiz asked for this time. And this yes. is kind of neat. We get it's an intervention, some... isn't it? It is. Ortiz says, you know what, Eddie, you're losing it. And so all these guys are enter are doing an intervention on Eddie Kingston. He does not like that. He does not enjoy being ganged up on. Trust me, he hates no. it. And then Pac comes in, and this makes it even worse. Oh, my God. He hates that guy. Pac tells Eddie to compose himself. That's <gasps> not what you tell somebody. You don't say relax to anybody, let alone Eddie Kingston. No. Say relax. You don't say calm down. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so Eddie's... That, but then that's it. We don't see anything more tonight. It's just Eddie being like uh, upset with this. And that's, well, yeah, that's, he should be. He was ganged up on here unfairly. So whatever. Now we hear Hook's music. So out comes Hook. He's going to defend his FTW championship, which I guess is a real title, but it's not. But, but not. It is. Yeah. It's not against Arya Davari. But it's only Ari now that he's a lucky baby ducky. It's only Ari oh, Davari. Ari. No, no, Aria. It's just Ari. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ari Davari. Um, now, Davari, we learned, wants to purchase the FTW title. Yeah, $50,000. He's got a big old stack of $100 bills. How is that $50,000? I don't know what $50,000 look like. I have no idea, but I don't think it's that. It'd be $500, $100 bills, so that's not it. Um, mm-hmm. No, it's not. You're right. It was way too thin. Yeah. Hmm. It's more like 5000 I think, but... Yeah. Um, uh, Hook slaps the bunny away. Uh, so, okay. Davari has his <clears throat> butler with him. His name is Jeeves K. Yeah, Jeeves K. That's uh, VSK if you're keeping track. I think okay. it was VSK from Impact and the other wrestling companies. Yeah. He's wearing white butler gloves, as you might want mm-hmm. him to. Um, here's a match. Davari lasts a little bit longer than most people against Hook, but Hook makes yeah. him tap out. To the red rum. Right. And I didn't understand this match at all. Why? This is the first time ever that Hook is doing this kind of selling. Ever. Why would it yeah. be to Davari? Davari is the smallest guy he's ever wrestled. Yes. So why? And we're not we're not meant to believe Davari is anything other than Lucky Baby Ducky that has all this inheritance money. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Whatever. Hook, I said Hook sustains the title. <laughs> why not? <laughs> That would go along okay. perfectly with this rampage. <laughs> so that match was stupid because Hook is Dumb. getting beat up. It makes no sense to me. No. And after the match, Hook puts uh, Jeeves K to sleep also. Why not? I guess. <clears throat> Whatever. Backstage, oh, here's Lexi. So she works Friday nights. Renee works Wednesdays, I That's suppose. That's it. Lexi talks to Stokely Hathaway, Ethan Page, and Matt Hardy. And we learn Matt Hardy, of course, now belongs to the firm. Correct. Because he lost a match. In like uh, record time. He Well, he didn't lose the match, 
Private Party lost yeah, the match. Private Party they, did. They right. cost. So they all belong to the firm now. Uh, Isaiah Cassidy lost the match. So yeah, that cost. Matt is now a slave owned mm-hmm. by the firm. Right. And he does a weird rap. He doesn't. Okay. So he starts rapping and then the other two guys are like, whatever and leave. But no one's going to get this unless they, again, were on Twitter and they saw that there was a test Matt Hardy had to take and he had to know all these things about rap and other things. And Stokely was sure he was going to fail this test. And now he's showing that, no, he does know about rap. But no yeah. one understands this because it wasn't it ever on TV. Okay. Yeah. What? That makes sense then. I did oh not understand God. it. Right. Of I course not. By Matt Hardy rap. I'm, I'm like one of two people that even gets this. Stokely and Ethan look very uncomfortable and they walk away. <laughs> I love St- Stokely leaving a scene is my new favorite thing, though. Every time he leaves a scene, his face is like, oh, my God. It's... <laughs> He did it with MJF and now he did it with Matt Hardy. So let's keep that up. When he leaves the scene, he makes this like crazy wild face. Um, I'll pay more attention to the Stokely exits. Yes. It's pretty, pretty much the best thing on uh, rampage. So. Well, that's not. Oh, that's not, that's not true. Willow Nightingale is the best thing on rampage, but just her the person, not the match. Yeah. (sighs) Next match, Layla Gray versus Willow Nightingale. Layla Gray is stepping in for the injured Penelope Ford, and we have Kira Hogan at ringside, which means she's going to interfere. Um, they give this match some time, which I was impressed with. They, they sure a- do. Too bad it's against Layla Gray. And yes. Wow, poor Willow. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. She had to wrestle Layla Gray. Yeah. The match itself isn't great. No. JR- do any favors to it by saying it's bowling shoe ugly. He keeps saying bowling shoe ugly. This is awful. This is bad timing. Yes, we know. Layla Gray is terrible. Let's move on. Willow hits her with the Dr. Bomb one, two, three. Yes. I like Willow. So do I. And I, like I've said before, she's the answer to who should be Jade at like number 100 or whatever. Yeah. Let it build. The match ends and Tony Schiavone climbs into the ring to interview Willow and we see that there's this there's the the graphic on the screen Willow is now officially all elite so I really like it yeah I was very happy to see that just gives me a good feeling she always comes across as very very nice but very sweet yeah anybody could smile in real life and be a horrible person I know nothing about her personally I've never met her but I want to believe she's good so let's just just, that's I want her to come over for Thanksgiving dinner yes and find out if she's really a nice person. That she's exactly a monster willow. I want to like you so much. Exactly. So <laughs> she's completely likable to everyone. And she should, like I said, whether you want to go to 50 or you want to go to a hundred, she's the one to break the streak, I think. But again, yeah. they yeah. probably have their own ideas. I'm like maybe Jamie yeah. Hayter, maybe somebody else. And that's fine. But well, at least give this an she, idea here or give this a thought. She hugs, she hugs Tony. She's happy. <clears throat> yeah. And then Jade's music plays. So we're like, Halfway through the well, show. Halfway through the show, and now she's going to take up the sixty minutes, which is almost up. So this makes no sense. She's, she's going to take up the time when they're exiting. So you can't tear the ring down because Jade will be well, sitting in. It. First, shouldn't she be asking Tony for the title because they promised her the title? So yeah, wouldn't you ask for it first? But no, she yeah. just puts a chair down. Like yeah. I'm just going to 
I'm just going to sit yeah. down here. Yeah, Tony leaves. She's got a chair. She has a microphone. She says, hey, Nyla, you have 10 seconds to bring out the Right, so she's, so she's, again, this story's so bad. This rampage sucks. She's not asking Tony or Tony for the title. She's asking yeah. Nyla, who they didn't even know if she was there or not. Why would that be a thing? The well, logic plus, is like out the window on this episode. Yeah, and 10 seconds or what? What happens after 10 seconds? That's what the you gonna- thing. You're going to hold up the rest of the show. Who cares at this point? Nyla doesn't care. So what's her motivation? Right. Why would she ever come in the ring? This is yeah. so bad. Yes. So, yeah, we, we go to the big screen and we see Nyla, Vicky, and I don't know, somebody else. I don't know who that was. It we was have- uh, Marina Shafir. Okay. There you go. Uh, and... They steal Jade's rental car. So, so now they got the keys. And stealing even more things from the, the heel. That Nyla sings great. some four non-blondes. Well, kind of. And then she changes the song. But yes, that's kind of lyric. She's like, J-A-A-A. Yes. You know, oh, everyone kinda. got it. But yeah. And then they drive away because she's still got Jade's title belt. So, okay. Now and Jade's going to hold up the show, right? Yeah. Jade says, I'm not leaving the ring. And here comes some security, and so she beats up the men. You mean some so really that. small guys? Yes. So. So wait, she beats up like two guys. Yeah. And three guys. She leaves. <laughs> what? What? I thought she was going to hold up the show. It's really dumb. Is this real? Is yeah. this an app? Ep- is this a joke episode on us or something? I don't know. They're like, Maybe you like Rampage? Re- no, you don't. Yeah. This yeah. whole episode's terrible. It's dumb. Now we go backstage to that fancy bar that we always see on Being the Elite. Um, not yes, the dark over one. The but special the one, one at Daly's Place. Yes, that they always yeah. acted like was like Matt's special bar or whatever. Yes. For the big money yeah. Matt or whatever. Right. right. And uh, it's Alex Marvez there. He's interviewing Preston Vance. That's number 10. <clears> number 10. Right. He confused with 10. Perfect 10. 10. Even though the crowd and number 10 do the same hand motions as Sean Spears. Oh my God. And what was his name in WWE? Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger. I have that action figure of him, so I know. Sure you do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, Alex Marvez interviewing Preston Vance. Uh, They get interrupted by Roosh. Okay. Who says, hey, Preston 10 Vance, you better bring the fight. <laughs> Just stupid. Yeah. And don't don't forget, this match is supposed to be. Now, let's talk about, let's go do the history here. First, okay, yeah. first, it's supposed to be 10 against Andrade. If yeah. 10 wins, Andrade leaves AEW forever. If Andrade <laughs> wins, 10 on masks, then that match goes, goes away because Andrade is a horrible person. So then... Andrade's pretty much gone. <laughs> then it's supposed to be 10 against Roosh, and we're supposed to pretend Andrade never existed. Right. And if 10 wins, then they will leave 10 alone and stop trying to recruit him. But if 10 loses, then nothing. This is so dumb. That was supposed to be the match we're getting tonight. But what happens next? So, yeah, what happens next is um, all of a sudden... From behind the bar, Orange Cassidy just pops up and he says, hey, <laughs> he's got his backpack. And he I mean, he's, it's very funny, but just like, yeah, why? Yeah. He pulls out his uh, his all Atlantic title from his backpack. Yeah. And he says, did you guys see this yet? I want it. In Canada. 
Oh, okay, that was funny. And then he offers them some pre-poured beers. They were just sitting there behind the bar. Yeah, why, who would ever drink that? No. No, thank you. I saw a guy. This is a side story. I was in yeah. a, a sports bar having lunch, and I saw a guy like pre-pour a beer and put it in the little um, behind-the-bar fridge. And he told the bartender he was training that you should do this because it helps you serve beer faster. Wow, that's a bad idea. I know. I'm like, except it's going to be flat, you idiot. Wow. So, anyway. Pour a bunch of these sodas and then serve them in two hours. Right. Why would anyone want that? I have not gone back to that place again. Yuck. <clears throat> That's dumb. Uh, Vance says he doesn't have a mouth on his mask. So that is funny. Yes. It is. Roosh says he doesn't want to drink. He wants a title. What? Yeah. That, wait, no where sense. did that come from? Because no, it's there. Orange Cassidy says, okay, well, then let's have a three-way for this title. And we're going to do that tonight on the main event. Which, okay, Cassidy's character, of course. He's like, whatever, I'll do whatever. He doesn't care, so that makes sense. But, oh, my God, how many times are we going to get a bait and switch with, with because of, first one because of Andrade? Yeah. What, we just, why? Why? The reason is Roosh versus 10 is not a main event on any show. You're ever. correct. So TK's like, let's up the ante. Let's do this. Yeah. Okay. So you made a more exciting match that we knew of like 10 seconds before it's going to happen. And right. I understand it was on social media earlier in the day. That's fine. Again, not everyone looks at that. So no. people are just thinking, oh, I don't need to see this rampage. And now you're putting the title online in the main event with one of their favorite characters. This, yeah. this whole show doesn't make any sense. At all. Not one bit. Yeah, the booking is very chaotic and spur of the moment, kind of unorganized. It's not not the best. No. This was like TK was having a nervous breakdown, and this is what pooped out. So... We Not get a great. little bit of fun here after this commercial. Mark Henry is doing his <coughs> his uh, interview, but you know, <coughs> excuse it, me. This is oh, the third. This is rule of threes. This is the third one. Yeah, it's always like I'm interviewing two people. So you see Mark Henry and down in the center of the bottom, and then on the left you got Ten, and on the right you got Roosh. Yeah, or maybe it's flipped. I don't know. But where's Orange Cassidy? And then all of a sudden, Orange pops up in front of Mark Henry on Mark Henry's screen with a microphone. And if you remember, other times, Cassidy was like trying to steal Mark's lines. He would always try to steal Mark's lines. And Mark would shut him down. Yeah, Mark said, no. Yeah. This time, uh, he he starts interviewing the two guys. Oh, my God. It's very He even has his own personalized, freshly squeezed microphone cube thingy that they put on. (laughs) What are those things called? The microphone suit. The I mean, microphone doohickey. The, the, the Rubik's Cube that What's goes around the microphone. That? Yeah. It says freshly squeezed with a lazy thumb on it. It's pretty funny. Yes. Um, Mark asks Orange why he's even getting involved in this feud between Tan and Rush. Right. And Orange just says, I don't know. I just felt like it. Yep. He doesn't need a reason. He's, he's, he's Orange Cassidy. He just does stuff. Yep. So Orange says, well, it looks like there's been enough talk. <laughs> and then Mark Henry says, no, 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 no. Cuts him off. And uh, so, yeah, Mark Henry then delivers the catchphrase and we're off to the main event. So that was probably the best part of the show. Um, and there's nothing wrong with this main event. It's fine. But yeah. we OK, we all know the title's not changing. So no. adding this to it just makes 10 look like a chump again. Yeah. He's yeah. Getting to this point was a, a bad way of doing it. It's just pointless. So and yeah, how is it's this, Roosh how is this versus 10? 10 versus Orange Cassidy. 
Um, I still think Roosh's entrance music sounds like the old Moose music from TNA. Yeah, um, I hear, I hear. Moose, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, negative one is there though, and he walks Vance to the to the ring, and then negative one leaves. Uh oh. So, see, little negative one there. Um, Danhausen, in and best friends, they wish Orange luck, and Danhausen is going to be in uh, Cassidy's corner. So okay. there you go. I wrestle for a bit. Uh, Roosh has control for the first half of this match. Um, we get a beach break from Orange Cassidy to 10. Jose is there to interrupt pen attempts. And then Danhausen comes in and curses Jose and then punches Jose in the crotch. Why not? Roosh and 10 recover. We have a match again. Uh, Roosh starts to unlace 10's mask. So, okay, they I guess they still want to unmask well, they always went, they always with 10, his gimmick is always, he gets his mask spun on him and he can't see and he loses. Yes. And that happens tonight. Uh, we get which is, orange, which is important because that's part of the story. Yeah. Orange punch to Roosh. He rolls out to the floor. 10 goes for a sunset, a sunset flip, but it, like, again, his mask is all wonky. So we can't, he can't yep. see. And instead orange Cassidy just does some kind of a slow cover of 10, one, two, yes. three. Orange Cassidy wins and retains okay. the All-Atlantic Championship. And then what happens, though? After the match, Ten and Roosh, they face off on the ramp. But um, not really and, a face-off. More like a, maybe I will listen to you now because, number one, you wanted me to unmask, and that's probably better for my career because the mask keeps getting in my way. And number two, sense. I keep losing, so maybe you're right. That's what this yeah. seemed like until... Um, until... 10 just goes to the back. Well, because negative one comes up. That's the only reason he walked away from Roosh. Okay. Yeah. He's like, I got to take care of this kid. And they left it. The kid still got a pull on. Right. Uh, so if not so, for the kid, yeah, he would go heel right now. And that's what we're looking at. So the story, I understand 10 has to keep looking like an idiot. So he, if you know, the will here, won't he turn? That's, Maybe this will lead to something where negative one ends up in tears because 10 leaves him. Probably. It's something like that. Like However, to like me, that. this is far too similar to um, the simplistic. This is the this is the overly complicated version of the simplistic thing between Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus to me. Okay. You know? Yeah, I could see that. I so, see that. Yeah. I mean... So, yeah. yeah what go. was wrong with the show? Everything? After almost the show, everything? They do a quick tribute to uh, Brian <clears throat> Muster. He was Aww. the lead video engineer at AEW who, who died. Uh, That's so sad. Week, so. It was really neat, though, for them to do that because you hear about the wrestlers and they always get tributes. But right. The, but then the remember, people. who was it? It was, um, was it, uh, uh, oh, my God. It wasn't Ultimate Warrior's wife, was it? <clears throat> that's oh the should, original warrior or was it was warrior himself yeah. said we should thank the people backstage and then they're yeah. like we'll turn that into that, ching yeah. ching it's sure like did. oh great but anyway got clutches on it right but anyway i'm glad they did that tribute at the end um yeah, nice. but my god this shows poor poor that guy that this is the show they connected him to oh yeah Wow. <clears throat> well, and I, I guess want... wrestling can't get worse than that, can it? <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, here we go. Monday Night Raw, and we just watched this a few hours ago. And oh my God, I'm I. What a waste of three hours. I'll just say that. <clears throat> this makes not. It doesn't make Rampage look like it made sense, but at least Rampage didn't wasn't boring. I'll say that. That's true. It yeah. might have made Rampage might have made zero sense, but this Raw is so dull. Let's find out. <clears throat> Raw live from Charlotte, North Carolina. And as long as real Charlotte doesn't come back, I am fine with it. Um, Judgment Day out. I shouldn't have written that. Uh, with fake booze. What? What is this fake boo thing? Why do we need yeah. fake booze for them? They're not getting cheered, but are they getting no reaction? The crowd was already bored with the show. I think so. Um, Rhea Racist calls herself Mommy and they says some gross things. Damien tells the crowd to rise and they don't because why would you listen to him? Priest, Damien Priest calls Dominic the greatest luchador in the history of this business to get heat. And then Dominic gets on the mic and he gets booed. And then he says gross stuff about him and Rhea. I don't want to yeah. talk about it. Um, I half expected Dominic to start going, excuse me. I know, I know. <laughs> Because he was getting that kind of... Well, Dominic... Exactly. Action. Speaking of that, Dominic says, Eddie... I I wasn't... He says... Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. He says... <laughs> I'm not this generation's Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero was his generation's Dominic. So he tries to get heat with that. But then, oh, my God. Poor AJ Styles doesn't understand that, that reference I made there. And the OC come out and AJ goes... Well, you, Dominic, you suck, and you, you, your generation, you're, you're the generation of James Ellsworth. You're the generation of James L. He's his line is supposed to be, "You're this generation's," which is not far from last one version right. of James Ellsworth, and he says, "You're the generation of James Ellsworth." <laughs> That's the best AJ can do. On the- Oh my goodness. Oh, it's sad. So there's a sign in the crowd that says, Eddie is your real father, which why can't we do that? Um, I wish they would. I'm not sure who, who's Baldo. Who would Baldo be? Would that be Balor? Yes. I wrote yeah. down Baldo because the autocorrect. Yeah. Yeah. Balor tries to bust a rhyme because he always has to do some one corny thing oh, a week, just yeah. like how yeah. Damien Priest has to do one botch a week. And then AJ has to do one botch a day or more. <laughs> Carl Anderson says he's the toughest man in the building. And guess what? It's a match. Finn Balor against Carl Anderson. They remind us that SmackDown is on FS1 this week with a graphic in the corner of the screen. And I don't think the commentators ever said it, though. I could be mm-hmm. wrong, but I never heard them say those words. Believe me, flashing a corner graphic is not going to help the ratings up one bit. No. <clears throat> Excuse me. People are going to set their DVR for SmackDown. And then they're going to watch it if, if they're going to watch it. If they turn on Fox and it's not on, nobody's going looking for it. Believe me. No. Raw tonight. It says, the graphic says, the Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley story. Can't wait. Just can't wait. This whole match is rest holds and commercials. Yes. All rest holds, all commercials. I'm holding your ankle. I'm doing a chin lock. Commercial, commercial. Then we get cheating and outside interference. Racist Rhea body slams Luke Gallows. And they're like, oh my God, look, she just lifted up a 300 pound guy. And Alexa Bliss can't even pick up a 90 pound woman. This is insane. 
Why is this the way it is? Low blow to Anderson by Rhea and Balor wins. How in the world do Finn Balor and Carl Anderson have a bad match? Now, you had an answer. And what was it? Oh, my answer was because this isn't in New Japan. And that's a good answer. But I think the correct answer is because they're in WWE. Because if this match was in AEW, I bet it would be good. If this yeah, match was on Impact, it would probably be even be good. If it was on NXT, it would be great. Why is it that on Raw, it's terrible? What? what <clears throat> excuse me, why? Because it's associated with the Judgment Day. Well, yeah, other- but here's why. They're not allowed to do anything, I guess, because, well, Carl Anderson is, is in his own universe here, but they're saving everything for blood money with the six-man yeah, tag. Yeah. That sucks. So, yuck. Back's so crowd that won't even care. I know. I know. Well, I, I guess there's a lot of people in the crowd. No, the, and, and the kids care a lot, actually. Yeah. I should have said that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's prince just the prince doesn't care. I mean, he wants to see... Um, what did I say? Undertaker against dead ultimate warrior. Or as you said, at the same exact time, Hulk Hogan against dead Randy Savage. So he's out of touch with reality. And we knew that he had I'm to be sure told, requesting that. right. Yeah. He had to be told how many, like five years ago, whatever, like who was still alive. He was like, I want Yokozuna. And they're like, well, you see, Andre. can we bring Andre back? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's oh, that yeah. backstage Johnny wrestling and his whistle. Because the joke there is, I'm going to blow the whistle on you, Miz, and tell you their secret. See, so he has the right. whistle, as he said last week, for dramatic effect. Miz so comes me, in. Does Johnny yeah. Gargano know this secret between Miz it, and Dexter? We don't know. This De- this whole thing could be, I was just messing with you. I have no idea. Because it's, it's Johnny and that's why funny. Dexter is stalking Miz, right? That's what we're trying to solve. We're trying to, we're, De- Miz promised Dexter something. Okay. And we don't know what that is. So we're finding out what it is. Right. Yeah, we. I have no idea what it's going to be. Okay. I I thought it had something to do with Miss TV and Maurice. I I I I thought. I don't know. I I don't know. But this is the thing that Gargano is trying to get Miss to admit. This is the truth that we're trying to get behind, right? Right. And the one. Th- <clears throat> excuse me. So in storyline, Dexter's like Johnny Wrestling's fake son-in-law, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. He's like his, you know. It's right. like his, his adopted father almost, or his step, married the, or what's in-law face? father, Indy Hartwell, That's which it. they dropped completely. But um, then they brought it back. So that was fine. But so we don't know. Did Johnny ask Dexter this or is this all just, nah, I didn't know anything. I was just messing with you. Cause that would be hilarious. Yeah. Because otherwise Johnny really keeps teasing a lot and he's really not giving us anything. No. Sure does seem like he just wants Miz to spill his guts and find out himself. But yeah. Miz comes in, and this segment's actually one of the most entertaining segments of the night. He says, I want to know what you think you know. <laughs> and he's like, well, you know I know the thing. And they have a funny segment. And Miz, Miz says this hotline because he's such an intelligent man. You're trying to use my name for your own personal game. Game, everyone. He thinks right. it's game. Okay. Like part cheesy. Yep. <clears throat> oh, Miz, you're so dumb. Okay. So Miz goes out to the ring. He boos Dale Earnhardt Jr. Who was in the crowd for some reason. Miz oh, yeah. says, Johnny is right. I have been keeping a secret and I will reveal that secret. And as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, he's just going to say some dumb thing, which he does. Yeah. 
He says, weeks ago, I was kidnapped. And then look at Champa. He has been missing for weeks. And the reason Dexter has been targeting me this whole time is because of my mind. I'm so smart. And I helped Chompy and Dexter is jealous of Chompy. This is so bad. So right now it's like, this has like negative 10 points and like the MJF regal thing has like a thousand points. So right now there's no way to catch up, but I'm, I'm still going to let it play out. And excuse me, of course, because Chompy's not there, Miz throws him under the bus and says, and I'd blame Chompy for all this. And I wouldn't have been stalked if it wasn't for him. So Johnny Wrestling comes out and he's like, you liar. I just texted Chompy. He's injured. That's why he hasn't been on Raw, which Mm -hmm. I haven't heard, but that makes sense. And Johnny says, how about this? You tell the truth or I'll blow the whistle. And Miz says, I have been telling the truth. And then our truth comes out. Oh, (laughs) and he does his whole rap and he's all wacky and he adds syllables to stuff. And he was actually very funny, but he says, Miz, you want to tell the truth? So he's waiting. It's like, you want to tell the truth? So he's waiting to tell me. What is it you want to tell me? So Miz doesn't understand this. So (laughs) Miz makes fun of the, the truth of the crowd. And then truth talks about macaroni and cheese and says, don't make fun of macaroni and cheese. And truth says, I want to fight you, Miz. And Miz says, no. And so Johnny mocks Miz. And of course, Miz says, okay, fine, I'll wrestle Truth. And then yeah. Truth and Johnny say at the same exact time, you can't handle the truth, jinx. So that was funny. Yep. That it was, was so like dumb. It was funny. Truth together. Those yeah, two it was very are... stupid. Johnny has been superb in the last few weeks on Raw. Yes. Well, he was tonight for sure. Yeah, he was <clears> Yeah, last week he was amazing with the whole, oh my God, it's Dexter Lewis. And Miz jumped up and is like, oh, I magically healed now. So that was funny last week. This week, very funny with R-Truth. But here's your match, Miz against R-Truth. Dexter Loomis is in the crowd. Oh no, Miz sees him. Roll up, Truth wins. And then Dexter takes the hood off and it's actually Johnny wrestling the whole time. Uh, so that was fine, whatever. Miz Can we doesn't just mention how timeless R-Truth is? Right, he just appears out of nowhere and you're like, oh, it's still funny and he's still stupid and he won a match. This is so weird. He's in his 50s by now, isn't he? Yeah, he must be. But he just won a match in 2022 on Raw. So Fantastic. Yeah, I don't I know what I else to say. Down. It's crazy. Backstage interview with Candice LeRae. Ugh, she says woman title. And I'm like, why? And then Damage Control come in and beat her up. And the camera falls over so we don't actually see the beat down. So I'm wondering if she's injured. Oh, boy. That's not good. Yeah. She had a match last week, didn't she? Um, Yeah, maybe. Possibly. Maybe. Yes. Right. Elias walking. <clears throat> Excuse me. She uh, He finds Riddle. I don't know why I said she because I was looking at the word Candace. But Elias finds Riddle and he says the same. This is weird. He says the same thing Lashley said to Riddle. He's like, I... Hate, 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 getting interrupted. So you interrupted my concert last week, so I'll let let that slide. But if that happens again, I might not be so nice. And Riddle starts to play the bongos like a buffoon. Did you see Elias, what he did? He was gripping the guitar like he was going to wallop him. He sure it. did. And I said last week, 
my run sheet says Elias is on the heel side, but he didn't turn last week. So yeah. last week I'm like waiting for him to turn on Riddle and he never did. But yeah. it sure does say that he's a heel and he's acting like face here, but he looked like he was really going to, he's done with, he's has no patience for Riddle whatsoever. Nobody holds a guitar like that without any other reason than to smash some. Right. It's the Jeff Jarrett thing. Of course, he's yeah. going to get El Cabong yeah. real quick. But Alpha Academy come in before we could do the guitar shot. And Gable talks about Ezekiel. And because you mentioned family, Elias is like, it's on. We're going to have a match. So yeah. whatever. Theory against Ali. Oh my God. So mention, we got to mention this. I got the script as I have been getting for very many months now. And when I saw it, I had to share it with Humnamahama because I couldn't think of anything that's going to save the show. And it Mm -hmm. sure wasn't the matches. And then the show never recovered by the end. And then it was like, you just wasted three hours of your life. And I'm so sorry for that. But Sorry yeah. to take you back a little bit, but didn't yeah. they steal a Happy Gilmore joke from um, Elias? And didn't they say something about eating poops for breakfast? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. I'd, he said I've taken, I've eaten, I forget craps for breakfast more than you eat crap for breakfast or whatever it was. Yeah. Whatever it was, yeah. the point is, yes, of course, it's the same exact joke. Okay, sorry. That bugged me, but I just... I know. It's just, it's all stolen. Um, the- yeah, I did. She shared the run sheet, and it was... Once I said to you, yes, look, next is going to be Theory against Ollie, it was like, oh my God, this is going to suck. Yeah. No one wants to see Theory wrestle. This is bad. Just please. And guess what? It's bad. Theory in a box. He's boring. He's a terrible broken record. Youngest this, youngest that. I don't care. This is bad. Before the match, Seth Rollins comes out on commentary. He's very annoying on commentary. Some people like him. He was very annoying to me. Rollins gives Theory bad advice. Theory, it doesn't. the advice doesn't work. Ali's about to win. Rollins has to jump on the apron. Theory crotches Ali. So Theory wins. And Rollins beats up Ali. And then Ali gets back up and attacks Rollins. So that's great. So the first match, low blow and cheating to win. This match, oh, Miz and Truth, cheating to win with the distraction. Theory against Ali, cheating to win. Wow. If I didn't know better, I think Vince McMahon wrote this, not Triple H. He heard I was watching tonight, so he got on the Zoom and... maybe. All the shots. Well, let's find out. Position. Maybe. Let's find out. Backstage, Miz yells at Johnny Wrestling for ruining his match. Yep. But when Miz leaves, JBL and Baron Corbin come in. And JBL says, his, I mean, he's freaking, I said it last week, Dan Lambert part two. He's like, if this was the Attitude Era, you'd be carrying my bags. Yeah. This is old school. I want you out of here, you little punk. And then Johnny mocks JBL and Corbin. But he says the JBL MC Hammer pants, but the line was written about Corbin, not JBL. So Johnny didn't even understand the script, I guess. And then he calls him Boring Corbin. That's as bad as Randy Borton. Don't, yeah. That's stupid. What? And Baron Corbin's new character, I guess, is a mute because in two weeks he hasn't been allowed to say anything. Right. Wow. It's fine. What a great just, new character. 
I was excited when JBL came out. What was it last week for the first time? But then, and then it was nothing. Yeah, now I'm, I'm reminding what a total a-hole bully he was during the whole attitude era. He was a era. super no. big bully. He was a terrible guy. Oh, and then he makes uh, JBL makes the joke, the back, you know, backhanded joke. He says, um, "Don't make fun of that Miz. He's a megastar, like JBL always used to do." Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah, he was way against Miz and Morrison, man. He hated those two guys. But the point is, there you go. That's all. It's all in jokes and cheap heat. And JBL is like, I don't want to say, I I don't know. I don't, when I hear him on commentary, I'm like, wow, I do not miss this. And some people on Twitter are like, oh my God, I love JBL on commentary. I'm like, oh. Later on, he says something like he doesn't know anything about Johnny Gargano because he doesn't pay attention to single A ball. I know. But then in the same breath, he rattles off I what a know. good competitor. I know. Like, he says, I know he's great. But before that, you said he's on the farm league of WWE and I would never see him. Yes. It doesn't. He doesn't make any sense. No. <clears throat> All right. We'll talk about that later, because right now, Corey Graves says there's no medical update on Candice LeRae. Then why did you even what? And the word backstage is that Bianca's mad because all her friends get beat up. What? You couldn't show us that. You just have to tell us that. So this and last week to me felt like a very Vincey show. Yeah. So here was my theory, and it's not a real theory. It's a joke theory, <laughs> but I'm going to say it anyway. So right. last week, if you don't know, Triple H had the COVID, so he wasn't at Raw. So it was a Brother Love and Kevin Dunn production. But I want to believe... Now, tonight, Triple H was there, but I want to think he... I want to believe he got there late. So here's what I want to believe. Last week, Stephanie's says, no, don't you worry. I'll go in for you. I, You stay home with the kids, and I'm going <laughs> to go in. Don't worry. And she goes in, and then she's like, hi. Hi, Dad. Yeah. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I'm... I'm yeah, Hunter's at home. I'm, but, but Paul's, yes, he's at home. I, I'm booking, I'm booking Raw tonight. Um, what do I, what, what should I do? It's like, we have The Miz and then he's doing something with, yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. Tiny crotch stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, oh, but they said Elias was going to do a concert. Oh, just don't do it. Okay. Now, Miz has a burst bursa sack. Oh, okay. Okay, so contract match, just don't do it. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. All right, I I gotta gotta go. Right. So that's how I imagine last week went. So that show felt like crap. And then this week, Triple H is like... Vince would be on speed dial. Yeah. And then this week, I want to believe that Triple H is like, okay, I'm here. I'm ready to do the show. And she's like, oh, I got it covered for you. And then she goes, hold on a second. Got to go, dad. And then hangs up the phone like that in my mind. I know that didn't happen, but like, I can't explain it any other way. I can't. No, that didn't happen. (laughs) No, not officially, but you know, it's not allowed. So I would, I believe they're playing by the rules. Wink. Mm -hmm. (sighs) That's my theory. I'm sticking to it. It was a very Vincey show. That's for sure. That's all I could think about. Um, Oh, that's a very Vincey Raw is the name of uh, the uh, the program today. Our new special. Yeah, yeah, that's a very very special episode. Gary Coleman. 
exactly. Oh, he's dead. Um, the prince doesn't have, know that, so he might still request him. Oh, that's a good point. He's going to say, can you get those different strokes cast? And they're going to be <laughs> oh, like, only yeah. Willis is left. And he's going to go, shut up. That's not real. <laughs> what you talking about? What you talking about? What you saying about Willis is what he would say. Right. So... Omos with MVP against four jobbers, but before the match, MVP cuts a promo about how Braun Strowman is small, and then he mocks his hick voice, which I thought was good. Yeah. And he says to get these hands line, which isn't, he hasn't even been used since Braun has come back, but that's fine. Whatever. Anything to mock that voice. And, oh my God, why would you ever say this? He asked if the jobbers have good health insurance. <laughs> the employees or independent contractors of WWE don't even have health insurance. Yeah, why nobody would nobody have health insurance? Why would these jobbers have good? You mean from their day jobs? Yes, they probably do have decent health insurance yes. compared to WWE, which has none. So, so on commentary, Graves is basically just a big bully, makes fun of the jobbers. The match is terrible. Poor Omos so, cannot so wrestle. Jobber's face as he's staring at Omos's yeah. hand was really funny, though. Mm-hmm. They did the look. This hand's as big as a ham, and he's like, "I could kill you." And else, um, but uh, I feel bad because Omos can't wrestle. I'm no. sad for him, but he has not improved in a year. So, what do you do? It's been a year. How about just give up? Let's give up. Why are we keeping him? I don't know. What is the what is the value here? Is my Why question. Does it keep Giant Gonzalez so long and I know, Great Cuffy so I long. I know, but back guys. then they were more of a spectacle. Now there's a ton of these tall guys. Yeah. Why do we need Omos? We don't. So here's the problem. If you got a guy in there that's be, supposed to be beating up four jobbers, remember when Ryback was in there beating up a bunch of jobbers? Remember when anyone was in there, Umaga beating up all these jobbers? The crowd, whether they're heel or face, the crowd's gonna cheer for that. But the crowd never cheers Amos because he can't even do anything interesting with with all these guys in the ring. It's terrible. Yeah. He couldn't even pick that one guy up and throw him. No, it's embarrassing. It's so so bad. I hate it. Amos wins. Oh, my God. Patrick Irishman. Poor choice of words. Did you hear what he said? Uh Oh, no. What did he say? He said, if I mean, again, poor choice of words. It's not anything mean. It's just or bad. It's just that. He shouldn't have said it the way he said it. He said, if Braun's a great white, Omos is a megalodon. (laughs) Were you going to say great black, Patrick? I know you weren't, but that's what everybody at home was thinking. (laughs) (sighs) It's terrible. What even is great black? Nothing. But the way he phrased it and he paused, he waited. Yeah, because he he put inflection on the word white. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was terrible. That's no good. I think Elias was walking, but I was not looking at the TV. Alpha Academy. I was writing down the Omas line. I couldn't believe it was just said. So I think it was Elias walking. Alpha Academy out. This isn't anything. This is Gable against Elias. Who the F cares about this match? No one wants this match. Elias wins. The crowd doesn't care. Otis attacks Elias. Guess what? Riddle comes out for the save. Okay, here's my question. Are you ready? Yeah. How many weeks until Riddle says we could be a team known as Brolias? 
<laughs> Here's the answer before you answer because it was rhetorical. Next week is the answer. Okay. Well, yeah, because, I mean, he needs his new, his new Randy. Yes, but Elias hates him, though. And not in a Randy way where he'll, like, stick around with him. In a way where Elias really is going to take him out with that guitar. But again, they tricked us with Orton, and then they became best friends. Maybe they were doing the same thing with Elias. Maybe he really isn't going to hurt Riddle. Maybe it's rule of threes, and then the third guy that really Right, that's the person that turns on him, and then Randy can come back. Yes. But seriously, all I could think about was... Bro, Lias, that's so Bro-lias. stupid. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Is it worse than Ward Joe? <laughs> it's just as bad. <laughs> Bro, Lias might be a little worse. Okay, backstage, the OC talk, and this is so terrible. Gallus is like, Oh, uh, Rhea Ripley slammed me because that's the language of love. I'm gonna go talk to her, and he leaves. And AJ sums up the entire night with one line. He goes, this is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) I I couldn't have said it better, AJ. I loved AJ for that one line. What did he say at the beginning of the show? He said, you're you're the generation of James Ellsworth. (laughs) Oh... But Poor yeah, AJ. <laughs> he says, this is dumb. So, is dumb. yeah. And I'm like, please let the show be over soon. They both say Callus is not good with women. No. Which was pretty funny, oh, too. It was. I know. JBL comes out. And then we go to break and Gallows rejoins the OC. Mm-hmm. And the joke they don't say is Rhea Racist kicked him in the crotch. Yeah. So they basically say, we need to do, we have a real problem. We're going to need, which is weird because the whole, uh, uh, the whole Ali gimmick is Seth Rollins. You have a problem and it's me. I'm your problem. Yes. And now they have right. a real problem on the same show. So very Vincey yeah. show, very Kevin Dunn and brother love type show. But yeah. so are they implying that they're going to need a woman in the club? Is that what they're saying? Well, I guess so. Because Are you ready? Who it's going to be? So. Here's who it's going to be. Do, 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 drop. <laughs> okay. No, I don't know who it is. It's That's terrible. Yeah, I don't know. That's probably it, though. Or somebody from NXT. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't even know who, but uh, I don't want it. Uh, JBL, this is again how I know it's a Vince show. JBL's been waiting in the ring for 10 minutes. Yeah, he has. How many weeks of that did we see with Vince where it would be like 10, 15 minutes till, till the person could even talk and every and Vince show for months and months music and months. Be playing that whole yes. time. Also. Well, they actually play it for a little bit. We go to break, then they play ads and things up there. Then we come yeah. back and then they replay the music is how they actually do it. <laughs> do, 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 do drop. Okay. So JBL's waiting in the ring. He does cheap sports heat. I have no idea about Anything he's talking about. Okay. Well, so this is the thing I wanted to say about that is he makes fun of the Charlotte sports, but he really misses a, an easy one because yeah. you don't know that uh, uh, Charlotte, Pan- uh, the Panthers, the Carolina Panthers had this player named Christian McCaffrey, who okay. was like the best running back in football. And they just McCaffrey him from McCaffrey's Taffy factory. Okay, go ahead. That's Sorry. One, yeah. 
Um, and they just traded him away to the 49ers this past week. And so everybody's been kind of making fun of the Panthers. Because okay. You just gave away your best player and he's gone to another team. And so, you know, JBL, if he would have just done a little bit of research, he could have made fun of the whole city for that. Well, too bad. He was too busy bullying Patrick Irishman and calling him Shamrock and saying oh, horrible things. And then he even says something about a, you need a, these kids need a safe space, but Corbin's so old school that he doesn't need that. Yeah. Really, Dan Lambert, too? Do we really need this? Well, Dan Lambert, but not even remotely entertaining. No, at least with Dan Lambert, and, you're right. I had fun watching that horrible mess. Yeah, yeah. This is just like garbage. Yeah. And again, some people argue with me on Twitter and say they love this JBL stuff, but I think it's old. It's old-fashioned crap. There is, I don't know what there is to love about this. It's just I don't. <clears throat> it's it. it's junky and it doesn't really fit JBL because he's it's all lowest common denominator stuff. Yeah, it's not really that good. Yeah. Um. Again, it's like it's like MJF when he started, when it was all just like, you're this, you're that, insult, racist, blah, 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 I'm going to insult you because of this thing or that thing, and that's all it is, because your weight, whatever, um, inbred, that's like, there was no content, and then he right. actually evolved into a real person. Yeah. JBL is never going to evolve, ever. One thing that JBL said that I thought was funny when he said that his Houston Astros would never cheat and that they always represent themselves as honorable champions. Right, but you like that because you understand the reference. I do, yeah, because right. they did cheat. Well, guess what? I know, and that's why I said it. But I'm saying, like, for me, I only know that because somebody on Twitter said it. Like, I don't, I don't know what it means. So, I mean, I could assume, but and I was right. But um, So Corbin comes out. It's Corbin against Johnny Wrestling, and JBL in commentary, he says almost – the exact same crap from last week mm-hmm. almost word for word while we watch Corbin the mute getting zero reaction in the ring it's the same oh. thing it was Corbin against Dolph nobody cared Corbin against Johnny nobody cares oh my this god Patch- so yeah boring. what's that I said this was just so boring it was there was nothing yeah. and plus this is at the beginning of hour three and because I had the script I knew that there were only two matches left for the whole hour. I'm like, mm. I'm sorry, one match after this. So this was the one of two. So I was like, oh, my God. I, I told people on Twitter, I said, this is the last match before the main event. There's a video package in between about Brock and Lashley. Everyone has my permission now to go to bed. You don't have to finish Raw. This Thanks, Joe. I know, this rating's going to be so bad. Let's get. Let's play guess right now. Guess the rating. I say it's one point six if they're lucky. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh boy. You want to oh, go lower? I do want to go lower. I'm saying if they're lucky because I feel a one point five nine. But go for it. Was there football on tonight? There was football. There was football, hockey, and basketball tonight. Basketball? Everybody on Twitter was watching the Bears. Chicago Bears, the Bears. That's all everybody was watching. Even people that were talking about Raw were telling me that they were switching back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to over-exaggerate. I'm going to say 1-4. That would be a rec- all-time record low. Are you sure? You oh, might be right. Rec- you might be right. 1-4-5. Okay. Extra all right. I'll do that. You do that. I'll do 1-6 and let's see what happens. Hopefully we'll meet in the middle there and we both win. But um, 
where was I? Oh, yeah, Corbin's getting no reaction. And then mm-hmm. Patrick, John, Patrick Irishman says the saddest line I've ever heard, and it made me super sad. He says, Johnny, he says that Johnny Wrestling winning this match would be an upset. And I cried a little bit. Yeah. Think about the fact that former NXT champion Johnny Wrestling, who is incredible in the ring. And in this match, by the way, the crowd is chanting to Corbin, you can't wrestle. And he keeps looking at him and going, who, me? So he's not a mute in the ring. But when he's on the mic, he is a mute. But Johnny Wrestling winning would be an upset. Okay. So Johnny goes on the announce table, wears JBL's hat and dances around a bunch and acts like he's a cowboy. So then JBL gets mad and cheats. He hurts Gargano right in front of the referee. Ref doesn't do anything. Corbin just wins. Get this crap out of here. I can't even believe that was real. Poor Gargano. There was no reason for this. We're building Corbin for what reason? What what is this going to do? What what are we going to do with Corbin that we haven't done before? There is no title for him to ever get. We've reinvented him five or six times now. It never works ever. What? It, I, mean, I don't know. The what happy to say. Corbin stuff was pretty good at one point. The happy Corbin stuff was the highlight, but then they teamed him up with the Mad Cat Moss, which was so bad that it actually that was... like sucked the life out of it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Backstage interview with Bianca. She says, "If I beat Bailey tonight in a non-title match, I put an end to her and damage control. How would in the world?" Would pinning one of three people in a group put an end to all this? Do you know how? Because I don't. I don't know. Okay, it wouldn't. She says, this is bigger than the championship. Okay, so her championship doesn't matter. It's not even on the line. Seth Rollins is the United States champion and didn't even have a match tonight. And Roman Reigns, who is jeopardizing both world titles, isn't even on the show at all. He's on SmackDown. What? What are we like? Who who are we supposed to? And, oh, and the Usos are also on SmackDown, and they have all the tag titles. Why should we care about Raw at all right now? There's no reason to. There's like nothing to care about. There's no no titles to go for. This is like a big joke. Yeah. What are we doing? It's it's not good. So I don't it's know what like a filler show it just felt like nothing because it was a filler show and her saying this bianca saying this is bigger than the championship really i wrote okay sure whatever this is this is ridiculous yeah if you thought about it i don't think you would even remember that bianca was the champ right now she almost never defends her title right she was a cheerleader for Oscar and Alexa for so many weeks that I forgot that she was even a wrestler. She lost to Bailey at whatever that was. What was that show? Somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the the Clash at the Castle. She beat Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. Is that right? Uh, yes, maybe. Defense yes. Uh huh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, because the year before Becky beat her. Right. Okay. Yeah. So one title defense since then or none? No, she had other stupid title defenses against Carmella, but that's a joke. I mean, right. Carmella's been injured for like six months or something. I don't even know what's going on. 
Up next, Brock and Lashley video. So that's a lie too, because when we come back, Johnny wrestling walking, he's all defeated and hurt by Corbin. Miz gives Johnny a get well card and says, give this to your wife. This is from me and Maurice. And we just want, you know what? I just want to be friends and put all this behind us and let's just sit down and talk. And Johnny looks at the card and goes, what? He's like, no, next week. If you're not going to tell everybody the secret, I'm going to tell everybody the secret. And oh my God, he looks at, he goes, you didn't even sign this and you're rich. You could have put money in this and you didn't do anything. So that was funny. That was funny. So Johnny's good. Now we get the Brock and Lashley video. Do you want to know like what a really long, boring recap video is of everything that's happened in the last three weeks with Brock and Lashley? Well, here it is. It's not even like in the right order. It shows things and then it's like, at I forget it. I don't even want to describe how bad this is. They're like the match is at Crown Jewel, or some voice says something like that. And then they show when Brock returned instead of showing that before what okay, whatever. Doesn't matter. Damage control comes out. They announce next week Brock Lesnar's on Raw. They've booked how much for next week? Nothing. They've booked nothing for next week except Brock's on. And maybe Johnny Gargano telling the secret. But we, right, that's a maybe. And in fact, we know he probably won't. So that's probably not anything. But yeah, Brock is on, they didn't even bother to do a match. You could have said Elias and Riddle against the Alpha Academy. Yeah, it doesn't sound like much, but people like Riddle, maybe they they would watch for that. Maybe they want to see Riddle get hit by a guitar. I don't know. Yeah. But no, they don't want to advertise anything. Main event, Bailey against Bianca. Graves botches trying to tell people how smart he is, which I loved. Yeah. He he gets an update on Candace and tries to say stuff about collateral lateral ligaments or whatever, like Gorilla Monsoon used to do. He didn't say that, but he said something like that. And then he's yeah. like, I, you didn't think I knew, but I went to the Gorilla Monsoon school. But easy for me to say. And then Mike Rome talks all over top of him. And then he gets all bent out of shape and never goes back to it and blames Mike Rome. Rome. Yeah. So I thought that was funny, but I love when Graves messes up talking about his intelligence. It's great. So, yeah, this is the match where Bailey yells out moves louder than John Cena ever did. Now take, now get me back. Suplex me. Okay. Headlock. Put, Push my face into the rope. Oh my God, Bailey. Running. Running. What? Did uh, did Charlotte used to scream out the moves also? She, go- she goes, okay, ready? One, yeah. two, three. I'll kick you. Yeah, she's just as bad, but in a different way. Um. Yeah. This sure is a match. There's cheating and the mm-hmm. ref is ejecting the damage control kids. But then a mystery woman jumps off the top. I knew who it was right away. I don't know why they were pretending they didn't know, but I guess that's part of wrestling. That's fine. A mystery woman jumps off the top rope and onto the ref and the women. So in the ring, Bianca hits the KOD on Bailey, but the referee's dead. And then, oh, look, it's Nikki Cross. She rushes in the ring and beats up Bianca and puts her in that cross jacket neck splatter, whatever it's called. I don't even know what it's called. I think it's just a spinning neck breaker. But she does that to Bianca. A new referee comes out. They always have to say referee Jessica Carr. 
Referee Jess- Jessica Carr. That's Michael Cole's thing. He has to say it like once or twice every one of her matches. It's like he's contractually obligated. He she pays her like five. She pays him like five bucks every time he says her name. So well, he wants to make sure that we know there is a female referee. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So Bailey wins. So now she's cheated, but she's still pinned Bianca. So she's still going to get a title match probably. And now Nikki Cross. Oh, look, maybe she's in damage control. Punch, 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 punch. Nope, she beats up Bailey too. So she hates everyone. And look at this. She's so crazy. So now we have Liv Morgan, and she's so crazy. And we have Nikki Cross, and she's so crazy. And this is the funniest part of the match. Bianca has her braid wrapped around her face, so it looks like she has a beard. The end. <laughs> this fall was so stupid. And pointless. This was um, like a sanity version of Nikki Cross or different? Yeah, it's real. Well, yeah, it's real original Nikki Cross, which is she's out of control. Okay. So are we going to have Eric Young come back? And <laughs> no. Killian Dane and. No. But what's funny is I just heard today that I think at the impact tapings or whatever, um, they're doing a new version of that Eric Young um not sanity, whatever they call it in there. Um, Kids Incorporated or whatever. And they're, <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> no honor among dummies. Um, there's a new version of it. And <laughs> who asked me about if Connor from Ascension still wrestles? Somebody emailing me about that. Well, whoever did, yes, the new member of the Eric Young group is Big Con. Con. Oh, Big Con? Yeah. Is this. Violent by design is that? That's it. Thank you. Thank you. What did I call them? Kids Incorporated. That's better. Okay. That's even better. Yeah. Better. New kids on, in the jail or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> boys for now. I think. Um, Connor from, from the Ascension. Yeah. Big, He's big con now. Him big con. Big con. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that great? Everybody watch Impact for that. Don't watch Impact. Yeah, I will. Oof. Well, this one was pretty horrible, man. Yeah, I think I would have rather watched Impact than Raw because probably something happened on Impact. Yeah. Did you see anything to care about on this Raw besides like little comedy spots? No, the little comedy was fun, but it was just a bloated mess. There were no title matches. There was nothing worth watching. Okay, let's we count. Had surprise at the end by Nikki Cross. Right. If you it. saw the Nikki yeah. Cross thing, and who knows if they're even going to follow through with that to be anything, but. That's pretty much all that happened. So, okay. So we got match number one was the Finn Balor match that was cheating to win. Match yep. number two, Miz cheating to lose. Um, Theory against Ali cheating to win. Omos match. Okay, that was a squash. So that doesn't even count. Um, I guess. Let's see what else here. We got Corbin against Johnny Wrestling cheating to win. Wow, that's four out of five matches right now. And then yeah. I guess uh, the... Which one wasn't cheating to win? The only one that wasn't was Elias and Chad Gable. Oh, Elias just won. That's fine. And then Bailey against Bianca cheating to win. So five of the seven matches on Raw were cheating yeah. to win. Vince sure seems Vincey to me. Yeah. A very Vincey episode. They had him on speed dial. They had him on the three-way with... Uh... Brother Love and Kevin Dunn or whoever yep. else is They're having there. that meeting. And Stephanie was like, hi, 
dad. I can't say that too loud. It's against the <laughs> that's against the regulations. <sighs> no, I know she didn't do that, but then again, I don't know she didn't do that. Yeah. It would not surprise me at all. I don't forget that she also thinks just like him and so does brother love and so does Kevin Dunn. So this could have easily just been them doing this and it would have been like a Vince show. Cause that's the kind of crap that brother love and Kevin Dunn do. And plus Stephanie has a lot of parallel thinking, uh, as her father. Sure. So, and she was Baron Baroness Von believes his own hype on that one, where she, anything Vince said, she thought it was gospel. So, yeah, she she's not going to go against that unless Triple H she, says different. But she led the uh, chant, the "Thank you, Vince." Yes, when he was when it was because of a a crime, basically. <laughs> wow, unbelievable. But anyway, there, there's your stupid raw. Oof. Yeah. Wrestling. It sure is a thing. Yeah. That's it. We have it. What can Next we, what can we, get, we uh, yeah. Oh, you get nothing, no shows, or is that blood money next week? Uh, that's two weeks. So not, not that you're reviewing it or anything. No, but. I'm not, but that's in two weeks. So there's no pay-per-views this weekend, I don't think. But this was raw, this was raw tonight. Bashams. Bashams. Remember that gimmick? Bashams. So that's that. Definitely. Yeah. But it's the middle of the night here, so I think we're done. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Hamnamahama, for uh, watching. I'm so sorry it was that raw, but thank you for watching wrestling and reviewing it. At least you made me not feel alone while I was watching. <laughs> yeah, we were having, we were texting back we and forth. This a uh, much better conversation than Raw. It was we in were any each way. Other's support group. <laughs> I guess so. That's what it's called. So we got through it, and I guess that's the important part. But right. I believe for this week, that's our show, everyone. So don't forget to go to Patreon.com/smartwrestlingfan and help support the show. Become a patron. All kinds of benefits including getting this show, the free show, uh, first. You get it before anybody else, and uh, you could feel special because you do and feel special because you help the show. So thank you for that. And um, that's our show, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And until next time, bye, everybody. Mm, yeah. $10 time machine. And it won't work for nobody but you. $10 time machine A hug and kiss and thing I think it's high time you knew A patron level for you That you will want to use Wrestling glory days Alondra Blaze, Michael Hayes And better wrestlers too Monday Night Wars every show Good or bad we'll let you know Maybe money will start to flow or else we might just have a homeless Joe. Woo! Ten dollar time machine. And it won't work for nobody but you. Ten dollar time machine. A hug and kiss and thing. No, 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 no more.
a time machine And it won't work for nobody but you And other subscribers And other time machine All your kids agree Absolutely no spam Hitting all our programs There's no way that you can lose A wrestling passage through time At the cost of a dime Plus nine dollars and ninety cents Take a chance and you will see What a good deal this will be Tons of shows we guarantee And some co-host who's not as good as me Woo! Ten dollar time machine and it won't work for nobody but you And other subscribers I'm not a time machine A huggy kiss and thing Na 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 Hugging and kissing not available in all 50 states. Sorry, Tennessee. I have zero interest in food. If it were feasible, my diet would consist entirely of flavorless beige smoothies containing all the nutrients required by the human animal.